Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hardcore Heroes. How are you guys doing today? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Why are you doing great, Nick? You seem super excited. Just happy to be here, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And why are you just doing okay, Sean? Uh, it's been a busy few weeks. Also, I sold my soul and downloaded Apex Legends, so you know. Happy Was it worth it? Uh, it's it's okay. I was not expecting to enjoy a battle royale game, but here I am having fun with it. So, just like everyone else. Yeah. Do you miss your soul? <laughs> you know, it doesn't really feel that different. <laughs> oh, nice. Good to know. Maybe we don't need to rescue those people from the shadow planet. <laughs> <laughs> Show's canceled, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> Great. Um. Well, it's been some time since we played Hardcore Heroes. It's been some time since the two of you have been in the same spot in Hardcore Heroes. So, yeah. since the show ended, right? We haven't since had the a show yep. Van Malachi duel yeah. episode yet. We just kind of did behind the scenes us like buying the mansion and uh, mm-hmm. moving it up. Yeah. Well, your mansion is here in Bontheris. I don't know if you guys are both in Roll20. You're not. It's fine. Oh, there he is. I, I am. I'm here. Yeah, yeah. All along. I'm sorry. I just I must have misread that. something. It's my fault. I apologize. Uh, you're here in Bone Theris. You guys have an estate out somewhere over here in the western woods. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a multi. It's a fairly large mansion. It's got a, a lead and silver lined basement for experimentation that cannot be scried upon or dealt with. Uh, unfortunately, it was built by dwarves. But they're gone now, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeeves has helped Malachi deliver a or set up a, a quest to regain the books from that Griffin Tower way, way back when. Yeah. Uh, and the books have arrived. Oh, they they did it. They did, they it. did it. They succeeded. They did On kill all the Griffins. I think. Nah, there's a bunch left. Oh, that's mm. good. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So, why don't we come back in with the party hanging out in their living room or parlor or something like that? Whatever cozy place they decide they like to socialize in. Yeah, we don't have the half pint anymore to, uh, to hang out. We're a little bit out of town now, but can we not get, walk to the tavern? I feel like. Absolutely. Yeah. Come on, Van. Let's, let's go to the tavern. That's where we used to do our best thinking. All right. <sighs> You guys <sighs> head over to the tavern. Let's get you some tavern music going. Are there on. any gnome-owned taverns in town by chance? <laughs> yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Let's nice make a die it. roll here. On a natural one, there's a fucking gnome-owned tavern. Whew, 11. Almost double right. ones. Almost. Uh, no. <laughs> would that mean that there's two gnome-owned? <laughs> it does, but they're both closed for renovations. So uh, you'll have to sorry. find a different tavern. Alright. <laughs> so I think we, we sit down. I'll, I'll go to the bar and buy a couple of um, whatever beer they've got over here. They used to, we used to drink lager back in Shirebrook, but maybe it's, maybe it's an IPA over here. Mm-hmm. Van's a little bit more sophisticated. He goes for wine. Oh, wine. Ooh, okay. wine yeah. You've changed, I say, putting the wine down. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's faster. Um, what have you been up to? I feel like we've been living in this, in this town for a few months now. I don't know. I feel like we haven't uh, we haven't spoke so much. Well, I made a uh, a wonderful new invention. I can't I can't wait to show it off. But 
on a on a more serious note, I I've been doing some investigation into the shadow plane. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you don't you don't think you're going back there, right? I don't think I have much choice. I uh, I did some scrying work, and the people that we left behind, they they never passed on. Their souls are still trapped in the realm of shadow. I don't like where this is going. Look, the last time we were heading in there, it didn't go so well. What if we just make things worse? I have to try. Mother Elise is in there too, and she helped raise me when I was a kid. I'm not going to leave her behind. I suppose you're right. The the portal, you and Gout moved it to you. Where did you leave it? Somewhere in Shirebrook. It's been a while. I um, I was planning to head over there anyway. I could take a look, and if you give me a few days, I'll I'll come back and I can bring you back with me. Sure. Uh, we can search for it together. Do you guys still have the demon dowsing rod? That'll be Nick's purview if we do, because I have no idea what you're even talking about. <laughs> the item that you picked up that points the direction to the nearest interdimensional portal. Oh. Uh, let me check my character sheet. Who had that? Was that Sean had that? That's a great question. I don't, I don't know. It might have been on Georg. Yeah, that'd be gone. real bad. We might need to... I still think we need to de-stone Georg at some point. He's... I mean, we can check on him, but I'm pretty sure he's been eaten by the Gorgon. Look, he's been stoned for long enough. He needs to sober up. Well, turning him back to human form will require a great deal of magic so that surpasses even our ability, I believe. Yeah, we might need to might need to find an expert on the subject. Hmm. Like here. There is no one more expert than us. Well, maybe not generally. If you tried walking around this town, it's full of wet behind the ear. Well, I went to the next town over, and there's a, uh, a shrine to Falumbra in the area. I met the clerics there, and I, I enlisted their help for this cause. So we scryed into the Plane of Shadow, and it's not just that their souls are trapped there. They're trapped in the those those bowls that we, uh, that we fought before. It's like this writhing mass inside of them. The, the thing that turned Gaog into a statue. Yeah. There's more than one or the same one? I have no idea. And it's, I would presume there's more than one. Where was it? In the, the shadow plane? Yes. So what? We kill it? They freeze the souls? We need some way to capture it. And then extract what? the souls from it. If we can capture it, the, the cleric that I met can, can help us with the rest. But we need to be able to, to capture it and make it harmless. Do we have to bring it back here? Yes. Okay, well... Actually, as fate would have it, I actually have a plan. So, I've researched this spell. You've heard of teleportation before. It has its limitations in that you can pretty much only go yourself or with a small collection of uh, objects that don't mm -hmm. weigh too much. And also, there's, there's a risk that if you don't know where you're going too well, or I assume if you're doing inter-inner teleportation, if that's even possible, there's a risk of not ending up where you want to go. However, I've thought of a way of um, using runes and um, magical circles to shore up the process. So here's my pitch, right? We go to the Plane of Shadow. 
I inscribe one of these teleportation circles. We fight the Gorgon. We hold it with bands of cerulean. We reduce it, and then we teleport it back through the circle to the material plane. We'll need some way to hold it for longer than that. That's a good point. Um... Well, I suppose if we could hold it for exactly that. If you need to head out to Shirebrook, right? Yes. How oh, long yeah. does your uh, does your bands of Cerulean last? Let's see. It's not. Well, let me just consult my memory. <laughs> it lasts about fifteen minutes. Maybe a bit longer. We'll need to make sure that the teleportation circles work cross planes. I think it will. I've done the calculations and it it uses a different strand of magic to carry out the teleportation, one that isn't uh, dispersed by plane of travel. Part of the issue is Valus needs to be able to study the bull. Valus? Who's that? The the cleric of Lumbra. It's not It's not as simple as bring the bull and all the problems will be solved. We have to know how to extract the souls from it. So so we'd need to restrain it for... For lo much longer than 15 minutes. Weeks, perhaps, once it came back here. Hopefully not that long, but I, if we can find something that can hold it for days, we can probably find something to hold it for weeks. It was huge. We need some sort of like, uh, magic force cage or something like that. Well, we could just look into something straightforward like chains, uh, a muzzle. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Isn't it made out of steel? Iron? What's well, a very strong metal we could do? We get large, thick chains of a very strong, flexible metal like steel that should do the job. I actually have some mithril lying around downstairs somewhere. Enough to make armor? Yeah, a chain shirts actually. Oh, is what it is. It's not much use for you. Uh, not, yeah, not quite what I was hoping for. But it potentially could be melted down to make chains. I'm not sure. Hmm. Well, here we're not we're not too worried about the lightness of it, though, right? We just need something that's incredibly strong. I was thinking about custom ordering some very, very large and heavy steel chains. Something Mithril very is super strong. I don't know if the chain shirt is enough to for what you yeah. want. But it is the strongest of the metals. Mm -hmm. Where else do they have mithril? Found? We could try and find some. Uh, I, Mistrea. I hate to say it, but perhaps the dwarves will know. Mistrea would know. Uh, Mistrea would have plenty, but that's all under the purview of a red dragon right now. Are we at war with Mistrea right now? Well, are we? But Dracus, at least. Yeah. Uh, I believe so. I think. Wasn't there a dragon attack on their armies recently? I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I don't keep up with the news. So we are probably at the beginning of 1511, maybe the very end of 1510. Mm -hmm. uh, so, no, there's been no dragon attack in Mistria. Ah. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> there is still no. a red dragon up there. And Sean was, Van was going on about that. Yeah, yes. we, yeah we've been talking about a... killing that red dragon for like a long time ago because we wanted to to get access to those mithril lines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but right, it is that's... a great worm red dragon. Yeah, so it's, it's probably like the scariest happen. of the scariest of the monsters in the world. 
yeah, best chance we have is to like reduce an anvil, a really, really big anvil, and then drop out its head. Cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> After that last dragon fight and throw from anything's possible, really. Mm -hmm. Honestly, that uh, that sounds like such a stupidly amazing way to kill a, a great worm dragon. Just drop an anvil on it. <laughs> okay, so let's play it through. Let's say we get the teleportation circle set up over in the shadow mm -hmm. plane. Let's say we hold the gorgon magically with bands of cerulean or something similar. Mm -hmm. Then we have to chain it up. Yes. Or reduce it perhaps and chain it up because it's going to have to go back through the circle and that would be i'd have to make the circle ridiculously large to be able to teleport a full-sized gorgon but if we can get it chained up somehow mm -hmm. shrink it teleport across the case is chain it to what hmm. well we can always set something up in the mansion i mean it's us and Jeeves. It's not like we use every room in there. There's, there's quite a bit of empty real estate, Malachi. So we bands of Cerulean it, teleport it through, and then chain it up in the house. Somewhere in the basement, minutes. I guess. Within 15 minutes. I'm not keeping it down here. Or down there. We're not here there. Well, no. Why not? Because they could just breathe on me and tell me to stone. Look, I, I can move the wines out. There'll be plenty of space. No, but I won't be able to sit down there without this thing trying to turn me to stone. And that's the real danger. Well, that's you bands of cerulean it, right? Yeah, but it's only for 15 minutes. Yeah, and then we chain it up and we muzzle it. Hmm. No, I don't, I'm not sure how safe that sounds. Well, I here's the thing. I can't... A magical means is dangerous because creatures that large tend to be very resilient to magic. Wait, I've got a better idea. Okay. Oh. This is now this. This could actually work. So we we make some sort of underground cell, yeah? Mm -hmm. Completely safe and enclosed. Uh, I'll put a teleportation circle in the cell, and then we'll go over to the shadow plane, we'll make a circle, and we'll lure the Gorgon. You'll lure it over the teleportation circle, mm -hmm. and then from invisible, I will then teleport it into the cell once it stands in the circle. Well, there's a few problems with that. Uh, the first is that if we miss, we then just have to fight the Gorgon. Yeah. Um, the second is that if we don't restrain it, I'm worried it could probably bash down a wall. Mm. Like, if we chained it down, it wouldn't have the leverage to, to muster most of its strength, right? We could, we could lie it down, chain it to the ground, and then it's going to be pretty much stuck there. But if, if it's just a perfectly healthy and mobile gorgon in the middle of a of a sealed off room i don't i don't really know if it's going to be held there no but maybe we'd like <clears throat> maybe we hire some dwarves and we dig an underground cell like 50 feet below the earth just just raw earth hmm. yeah that it, it's just stuck in and then maybe it's got a glass roof that the cleric can use to study it through or something like that It'd have to be a very nice glass because my, my my worry is you chain it up in the shadow plane. Mm -hmm. Then how do you how do you move it to the teleport circle? Malika, does your do your spells go through glass? Some, but a magic missile, for example, would fireball wouldn't. I don't think would it now. Would would your bands of cerulean go through glass? 
Fireball cannot be cast through glass. Bands yeah. of Cerulean, you that, might just need the line The bands of just like pop up at the target, don't they? Yeah, they just materialize. Because a lot of things just require vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would work, yeah. I think through a window you could cast bands of Cerulean. Well, there, there's an idea. We build that underground cell, and then we can restrain it whenever need be. It'll only be for short periods of time, but that could be what we need to do to get Valis. You mean if uh, we need to study it, we go down, cast the spell, and then... Well, we, we cast the spell from above, and then that would give a, a period of time for Valis to, uh, to do his thing. I believe I might have something that would last a little bit longer. Let me look. The problem is, though, I think if the creature is too large for the circle, it'll just instantly in the teleportation. So yeah, I don't I don't think luring it into the we might need to capture it in the first place and then just take it to that cell. I think I think the cell is less a new way to capture it and more a new way to to hold it after we've captured it. But we still need to figure out how we're going to capture it. And I still think teleporting it directly into the cell is the easiest way. Yes, we we can set up the teleportation, but we're going to have to capture it, restrain it, teleport it in there. Once because we, if we cast Bands of Cerulean on it, how do we then move it to the circle to be able to teleport it? You said you could reduce it, couldn't you? Okay, yeah, reduce it, and then... Let me just run just reading the spell. What can it then be just picked up? Wait, it's not. it wasn't Gargantuan, was it, Neil? No, it wasn't. No, 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 no. The Gorgon was size large at best. He is caught and held immobile by the bands. May not move arms and legs. It's still capable of speech and powers on magical items. Could probably still use its breath weapon then. It would have to have an angle to do it. Right, because the, the bands will hold it immobile, right? So it wouldn't really be able to move its head too much. It can make a saving throw versus petrification. So we'll start with a minus four penalty. I have. That's not my deal. That might help. this last three this would last a little bit longer and it would be much more potent and because he doesn't need to study its mind he needs to study its soul I can dominate it mentally I can uh, I can completely suppress that, its will now that would be good because then you could just walk it into the circle and have it teleport itself through or yeah it would last a little bit longer just under half an hour but uh, uh I've just had a thought Thinking back to a past life, I'm not sure reducing something that's been bands of cerulean is a good idea. You might need to reduce it, then bands of cerulean it. Yeah, but that would mean take a bunch of reduces for those for those spell saves. I like, like to you. imagine spell saves is like an actual terminology in the in the D and D world. Mm. Like somebody saved their spell when they when they shrug off a magical effect. Interesting. I I like that being a being a slang term. But Mostly because it lets me forget that that's that that's game terminology. <laughs> it doesn't break immersion anymore. Yeah. Do you think mm. you can stand toe to toe with this thing? Uh, assuming that we have some protection against the breath weapon, do you think you can fight it for long enough for us to try? For this? a very short period of time, honestly, the the bull's scary, but so are the the demons. We need. I I will not last long in a fight with too many of them. I. 
don't remember it having any way to attack something in the air if we could ambush it from the sky, so I'm not sure it would be able to do much against us. That could work. Do you have some way of, if you were to reduce it and bands of Cerulean it, do you have some way that you could move it without going down? No. Well, apart from teleporting it. such a creature? No, it might be too strong. Hmm. Less it gets. It's going to hit by a less. Probably Pro not. Yeah, probably not. Well. We need to design this cell first. Yeah, I'll go talk to some dwarves. I know you have a uh, bit of an issue there. Yeah, I'll give you the names of the ones that plate of the basement. Um, I'm going to go to Shyrock and get a circle set up over there so we can both go back through in a few days' time and look for this uh, portal. Now, are you sure you want to go to Shirebrook by yourself? I'm going to check first. So, as we're sitting in the bar, mm -hmm. I will mumble a few words and roll my eyes into the back of my head and cast Clairvoyance on Aldrich's tower, the study. See if the, it remains safe. Alrighty, let's. Here. Say Aldrich's tower. I mean my tower. It's not your tower. <laughs> well, my tower, Aldrich's. <clears throat> Alright, so you gaze into the location that once was Aldrich's tower. And instead, all you see is a broken down, fallen over pile of rocks. <coughs> Shit. So, am I outside then? Can I see the rest of Shirebrook? Yeah, you can sort of look around. Shirebrook has been badly damaged. The keep has been wrecked. Um, the town itself is more or less intact. There's definitely destructions. Like a swath of buildings here are gone, but all the buildings on the other side of the street are fine. There's no sign of fire damage anywhere, just things being knocked over and destroyed. Uh, but is there a plethora of demons wandering the streets? There are zero demons in sight. Alright, well that fills me with hope. Cool. Uh, so I say to... I, I finish my pint. <laughs> I, my eyes roll back in the front of my head. I finish my pint and say, well, um... I have the spells prepared today, so I'm going to go and uh, check it out. I need to go on my own at first to set up the circle. Um, but uh, I'll be back in a few <laughs> days' time. All right, I'll go, uh, I'll go talk to the dwarves. And then... Careful out there. I'm, I'm not sure the demons are, are all gone. They came like a wave, and then they just kind of vanished. Yeah, well, we need to... Yeah, perhaps before we go delving straight into the Shadow Plane, we should do more research about what these demons are actually doing over here, because 
Maybe. I think um, the towns that aren't destroyed are now no longer being attacked, so they're doing something. Yeah, and we also need to find a way to deal with the breath weapon of that of that bull. So I think I actually have a protection breath weapon scroll, and Neil, if we spend some time, I think I can make those, can I? Maybe. Uh, there's also a protection from petrification scroll, which might be more specific to what you need. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know which one's um, harder to make, and I also don't know which one's better beneficially. I've been looking for the, the scroll research thing, and I, I can't find the... Um... So, what, you know, if we were to kill the Gorgon, would mm -hmm. souls be released? I ask Val. We don't know. Neither Maybe. of Alice or I knows. Because it would be easier to kill it and then somehow capture the souls than it would be to bring Would it be? Do you have any way to capture free souls? I don't know, but it feels like something that could be done. Maybe. I don't have any means of doing so, but I can I can think on it. And like I said, I'm going to be gone for a few days, so maybe you could explore that avenue as well. Because that Gorgon killed Georg in a matter of minutes. <sighs> and we would be in like dealing with this thing for a long period of time, and it would only take one small mistake to get <coughs> get got. You don't want to get got. Nobody wants to get got. No. Uh, I can think on it. Maybe Valus to be able to do something. I think if we're going to be siphoning all the souls directly from the shadow plane, that's going to be the work of a uh, some cooperation. I'm not yeah. sure it's a one-man job. Mm. Cooperation with who? Another cleric, presumably one of Falumbra. Could we not bring this Valis woman with us? Valis is not exactly um, a combative person. Not really suited to the, uh, the ways of war. Mm -mm. Plus, the more people we bring, the more scrolls we have to make. If, if we were to bring anyone, I'd want to bring a, uh, a hardened fighter. Somebody like Tyrus Bellows. Uh, yeah. Funny about that. I think he may have been uh, killed in the demon invasion. Hmm. That's unfortunate. I haven't seen him around anyway, at least. <laughs> I've, tried, uh, I've tried sending him messages in his dreams, but I seem to be met with a brick wall, so... I think perhaps he's passed over to the other side. Lies are stacking up. You're going to be able to <laughs> keep him in order? Yeah. I think you might have told me that you murdered him a long time ago. I don't even remember. That's what I'm hoping for. Okay. Page 119 of the DMG talks about how to make protection scrolls. Perfect. Protection scrolls require six days of work. During this time, the spellcaster must be undisturbed, breaking only for food and sleep, and then a minimum of each. If the spellcaster halts before the transcription is complete, the entire effort fails, and all the work done to that point is not. After the work is completed, the DM checks. There's the formula. If the attempt fails, the scroll is cursed in some way. Um, yeah, so it takes you six days. And is there a list of the things that... Oh, there's a make? list of protection scrolls, I found. There's it. a list of protection scrolls in the back of the DMG. Yes. Uh, yes. Protection from petrification... There is no protection from breath weapon general, so we'd want petrification. Right. 
Okay. Because the reader of the scroll, everyone within its confines is absolutely immune to all attack forms, magical or otherwise, that turn flesh to stone. For how long? 5d4 rounds. And it's everyone, so we don't need one scroll per encounter. 10 foot radius, so you'd have to be very, very close to me. That's okay. So if we had like five of those, we'd be good for a while. Yeah. It moves oh. with the reaver of the scroll, so it's sort of like yes. an aura of protection. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's a lot better than I thought. I thought it was like a plus four bonus or something, but I will absolutely take that. Okay. But yeah, okay. if you can make those, that'd be fantastic. So that's definitely something worth doing, yeah. We're definitely yes. not going to fight the Gorgon without that. But I seem to remember it hit like a truck anyway. Yeah, no, that's not... In fact, if we could find a fighter to bring with us, that would be excellent, but we'd need a... I don't know, someone like Darth. Someone like Darth. Maybe we could go and speak with Darth. I don't... Well, maybe not. Darth, Darth had a good heart, but was he really... I think we might have surpassed him by quite a bit at this point. Unless he's been doing more work on his own. Let's be honest, we'd surpassed him when we first met him. He was a, he was a very capable fighter. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put him down too much. Was he? I seem to remember him basically getting almost getting himself killed and then running around uselessly in every fight no i remember him doing some work look he had a lot of learning to do he didn't have our our hardened adventurer experience but he he had a lot of talent in the ways of of uh, martial combat i liked stuff and i felt bad about some of the things that i said to him uh and i would i wouldn't mind just making sure that he's not dead mm. I, I don't know if i want to bring him to that place though yeah, whether he can help us or not, I I think given that we can teleport now, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to go and visit Darth. Mm, perhaps we could. There might be some people in Bontheris looking for this opportunity. Maybe. Well, it's yeah, a great beast. Something else you could look into, I suppose. But uh... is there a gladiator area in this in this place? Uh, not in Bontheris, but in Outlast. If we. Scroll. It's far to the west, the northwest of Drekus, way over here. Uh, okay. There are arenas of all kinds, gladiators, champions. It's a fairly militaristic area. It's the uh, Sparta okay. of Drekus. You know, Malachi, we could go to Outlast and uh, offer a large gold sum and bragging rights to anyone who comes and helps us capture this bowl. And think about it, it's arenas, right? So there's probably going to be some some good showmanship from those fighters. They probably know how to fight with nets. I like that. That's a good people, idea. People like that might be more suited to restraining a beast than we are. Hmm. Not a bad idea. All right. Uh, I'm going to go check on Shirebrook tonight. I'll be back in a few days' time. Follow up on some of these leads and we'll... Uh, yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to go to the dwarves. We should go to Outlast together. It's quite a journey. Yes. Uh, I'm going to also write a letter. Uh, anyways, go go do your business. I, I'll, I'll see to the work here. All right. So I... Cast polymorph self. What uh, do you polymorph into? Uh, a robin. I fly out of the window of the tavern. Without paying your bar or, tab. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, sighs and goes up to the front counter. <laughs> then I go back to our estate. Um, mm -hmm. I assume I can get there quite quickly. Yeah. I want to go and we haven't specified, but I think I need like uh, silver and some shit to make one of these teleportation circles. So I'll go and grab that material from the basement. Right, you never sent me the spell, right? You were supposed to write up a description and... I thought we'd wrote it down once upon a time. In fact, we even did like a an after-session discussion on it. That sounds right, but I don't see it in my spell list anywhere. No. Um, let me look. I believe you sent it in a chat that I had access to. So let me oh, really? look up ring. Right here. 
trying to look through our chat, but all our chat is Brexit talk. It's not yeah, particularly I've useful. I've searched our chat and not found it. Nothing in here. So, I mean, if not, what, what's the spell right now? I recall you you wanted to make like teleporting rings that you could travel between. I think basically you make a circle, uh, you you bless it in some way, you and then you cast a level five spell to add it to like a network of circles. Absurd, and then, yeah. And then the next time you cast the spell, it, it has no chance of failure. Yeah. yeah it, anything <laughs> from within the circle can move to any one of the other circles. Mm -hmm. uh, if it's outside of the circle at all, I think they instantly die. Mm hmm. Or it's destroyed and lost. Mm -hmm. uh, I know, and I think it was said that it could it could go cross plane. Let me look in Fro Fro chat or Hardcore Heroes. Oh no, you decommissioned the Hardcore Heroes. Yeah, that's it. I thought where it oh, might be. it might have been there. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> well, I guess it's possible it's in here. Let's like teleport. Wait, you people aren't part of this chat. Do we even have? Oh, it's called Super Cool Kids Club. Yeah, I'm. I searched in it, but <laughs> start pulling up results from people who aren't in a that chat room. Odd. Hmm. Well, why don't we take a short break? Yeah. And when we come back from the break, we'll, you know, stuff. So you guys yeah. only decide. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. Which one of you wants to go first? Uh, either way, I'm going to go talk to some dwarves, and I'm going to write a letter. So Let's talk to dwarves, then. Let's okay. do it. Where do you want to... Uh, Malachi said he was going to refer me to the uh, the dwarves that did the, the work in our basement, so I think I'm going to go to those same dwarves. So I tell you to ask Jeeves for the name of them, because I don't okay. know who they are. So I have to go all the way back to the mansion. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes, I talk yeah. to Jeeves, and I get their name. Um, and after being referred, I'm going to head into town and find those dwarves. All right. You can head into town. Let me just get the town map. Oh, yeah, here we go. You head into town and find the dwarves. They're hanging out uh, in a different tavern way down the way on the, the southwest mm -hmm. side of town. And sort of like a, a small dwarven building. Yeah, so I, I duck down and uh, enter in. Kind of stay crouched a little bit because Van's a very tall person, so he probably right. has like the Gandalf issue. Yeah, as you get in, there's a, a doorman there, a sort of grumpy dwarf, if that's a bit of a redundancy, who mm -hmm. looks at you and you're probably wearing a weapon or something on you and mm -hmm. gives you a short bark of like, no weapons allowed. Uh, all right, where where can I leave them? He just puts out his hands. All right, and I, I hand him uh, Harpus Moon. All right. You hand him a priceless magical artifact. Yeah, and the dwarf, I mean, it... like, tosses it in a pile of other weapons and sits down. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I'm... So, I, when I asked Jeeves what, what name did he give me for the uh, the dwarves? Like, a, a name for the, the head of the, the group. Carl is the dwarf Carl. we want to talk to. Yeah. Okay, so I, I say to the, the guy I had him open, I'm, I'm looking for a dwarf named Carl. Mm. 
He gives a grunt and points a stubby little finger across the smoky room towards a, a section of dwarves. There's maybe three of them crowded around a very small table. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of them's got the back to a fireplace. One of them's got it back to a window. The other one's got it back to the rest of you guys. And they're huddled in close um, as if they're doing some sort of conspiracy. Okay. So I, uh, I say thank you. And I, uh, I walk over to Carl and I say, excuse me, Carl. And one of the dwarves pops up, gives you a gnarled look and goes, I, what's it to you, pretty boy? Well, as I recall, you were the ones who did uh, some work on our mansion a few months back. Ah, uh, you basement. must be the blonde-haired man Mr. Jeeves spoke of. Uh, yes, I'm Van Helsing. He kind of gives a nod to the other dwarves and hops off his stool, drops down about a foot, walks over to you and sticks out a hand. Yeah, I'm Carl. I, sh- I shake it and I say, we're, uh, we're looking for some more work, something maybe a little bit more intensive than the last one. Well, intensive in some ways, easier in others. He leads you to the bar and says, tell me about it. What do you need? Well, it doesn't need to be pretty, but it needs to be strong. Very strong. Like, could hold a rampaging metal bull that's larger than I am kind of strong. Hmm. Hmm. A monster cage, huh? Yes. Uh, Disconnected from the original mansion. You would just need to dig down into the earth and, and build a very potent cell. We could do. Could do. Not, not too much of a problem. You've mm-hmm. got the land and the I think the, the only cash. real difficulty that we have there is uh, we, we need to be able to put a ceiling into it, something that we could see through with a window. So there'd mm. have to be two levels to it. And mm. that, that ceiling's going to need to be pretty pretty sturdy as well. And that's probably not just a, a window in the door. Hmm. As window in the ceiling, huh? I'm worried the window would be pretty fragile if it was just... I get How thick could you make the door? We The glass needs to be very stable, right? It, mm, mm. it can't be a design flaw. Or it can't be a All weakness right. that something could exploit. Fair enough, fair enough. So, floor above, glass ceiling or window. Mm-hmm. Then if you're holding something, you want a big pit so it can't reach the roof, right? Yes. Okay, and then you'll still want a, a stairway down to that thing too, yeah? Yes. All right, all right, all right. He grumbles to himself and does some, you know, fingertip calculations. Um, gives you a bit of a nod and says, "Time frame." Uh, what what, what is reasonable for this job? How big I, of a pit I'm... do you need? Hmm. How big of a pit do you need? Ten feet across? Fifty feet across? Two hundred feet across? It doesn't need to be that big. Maybe fifteen feet. Give it enough room to uh not be completely cramped. 10 foot high bottom chamber? 15 foot high bottom chamber? Hmm. Well, I don't want it smashing into the ceiling. Let's go 15 feet there, too. 15 by 15 circular column room. Okay. All right. We can do this. Easy peasy. All right. Maybe a, a month worth of work. Okay. Um, now, there's, there's a small problem with this. Small problem. Solvable problem. The best quarry around here is in the Crawlog Ridge, and there's been a few problems with it. I think the local constables will have it taken care of shortly, but the quarry over there has uh, been abandoned. Something about digging in the rocks and something attacked him. Sounds like a bunch of 
lazy workers trying to get a day off, if you ask me. Fucking humans trying to get away from their work. Uh, do you no need offense. the quarry to start the digging? No, we can do the digging without the, the stone. Okay, but once I will, it gets to a certain uh, point, we're going to need to reinforce with stone quickly. Right. I uh, I will speak to the constable, and I'll see if Malachi and I can uh, accelerate that, that resolution. Mm -hmm. Good, good. I don't really want to wait. Well, then. Yep, I will. Uh, I will find a good spot near the mansion, though not in it, to to mark down for you to to start your digging work. Uh, just speak to Jeeves tomorrow, and you should be able to start right away. Uh, we should talk payment, though. What is a uh, a price that you would find agreeable for this job? Well, it'll be about a month worth of work, and it'll take about ten dwarves to do it. So, I've time. Does some quick back of the fingers math. Uh, labor will be probably on the order of 150,000 copper. Uh, the materials, stone's gonna be expensive, wood's gonna be expensive. Let's call it a 400,000 copper as an estimate. Okay. Total for that, or? Yeah, for labor, or supplies, tools, the whole shebang, ballpark 400,000 copper. Sure. Let's up that to 600 gold. Make it good. Make it very good. Thousand copper. Sorry. Oh, is that four thousand gold? Yeah, yeah. I can't. Why do you do copper to me, Neil? I can't handle these conversions. It's your four thousand. Decimal gold. place. You can do it. Uh, at least I'm not something. asking you to remember to put semicolons at the end of all your sentences. Uh, you don't have to do that in PHP, do you? I can't even remember. Uh, yeah, I think so. You Aren't have to do it in everything, in PHP, right? Or is that in Go? I don't. Know. Uh, too many languages. Whatever. Let's too move many on. Languages. Yeah. Uh, okay. So four thousand gold. All right. Uh, I'll go speak to Jeeves, but I believe we can make that work. He'll uh, yeah. he'll come out and finalize some of the business details with you. Sure. You find Jeeves sitting in a comfortable chair in the back garden, uh, a book in hands, kind of kicked up with his feet propped up on a table, a small drink right next to him with some leaves and a little umbrella in it. Sipping and enjoying the sun's rays in early December. Jeeves, you seem to be uh, seem to be enjoying yourself. Oh, you're back already. He says, kind of getting himself up and brushing himself off. Uh, look, yes. I've prepared your drink for you. <laughs> oh, wonderful! And I, I, I take and I say, so I, I spoke to the dwarves. We need to build a a cell next to the mansion. Uh, they were they were saying roughly in the order of four thousand gold for the uh, the building. Right, of course, my lord. Uh, well, I, do you do some of our accounting work for us, Jeeves? I don't, I don't really pay attention to that kind of thing too much. Of course. My, my mind is like a steel trap. Quite sharp. Well, I, I just want to make sure that we, we, A, had the money to expend and that it wouldn't completely drain our, our treasury. 4,000 pieces of gold, you say? Yes. The treasury will hold that account, yes, sir. Okay. Uh, I might up it a little bit. I really want them to, uh, to make it good. Would 5,000 still be, still be... A, a mark Wonderful, sir. Good, good job, my lord. <laughs> That's some tip, sure. It's it's a hell of a tip, but I look. I'd rather give them an amazing tip and then not die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because no, they it's... like they they build their hearts out with this with this cell. All right. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Th thanks, Jeeves. <laughs> Glad to have you as an accountant. <laughs> Excellent, my lord. Is there something else I can do for you? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm fine right now. Wonderful. 
And then I'm after the conversation, I'm going to head to the treasury myself because I'm a little bit concerned about Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to I'm not going to count like exactly how much we have, because I don't think you even know, Neil, but I'm going to like count out, make sure we have five thousand to spend and then make sure that's not like all of our treasury. Yeah, you're looking through the treasury. You can easily set a five set aside five thousand. A lot of your treasury is also like valuable art objects, so it's hard to quantify, but you're yeah. definitely not broke, like okay. sizable investment. But you guys are fine. Sure. So I um. I'll, I'll actually go back to the, the dwarf myself. I'm a little bit worried that Jeeves might be on something right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, we can make it 5,000 gold. Build it build it strong. We we need this to be a, uh, a hell of a prison. He gives you a, a polite and respectful and like an admiring nod of like, he this man understands craftsmanship. You mm-hmm. shouldn't rush it. Good, good, good. Yep. I say, yeah, 5,000 is fine. We'll, uh, we'll handle... So you understand 5,000 is not necessarily straight coinage that we'll give you and we'll haggle out the exact price of, you know, exact perfect trade at the time. Of course, of course. Ballpark figures. I like it. Yep. Anyways, uh, I'll mark out a spot tonight and you can start work tomorrow. And I shake his hand and uh, then I'm going to head back to the mansion. I have to write a letter to Vallis uh, to let him know of our plan that he'd have to sh- he'd be able to study the bowl, but only in short bursts of time. Hmm. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let him know so that he can kind of prepare in advance for whatever means he can use to uh, to study this thing. Cool. And you'll detail to him how you plan. On yeah, that we can we it. can restrain it in bands of cerulean. I can I can like suppress its its mental willpower for a short period of time, which would leave it docile and safe for mm-hmm. him to inspect directly. I kind of like go over the methods and say that we have like a safe viewing area for him to uh, for him to like see it from without going into the same room as it. And I kind of like I detail the rough idea of, right. of everything able to do and how he'll be able to safely work here okay sweet you get your letter set up you can mail it out to Ballas immediately mm-hmm. and i think we should switch over to nick who is venturing in old shirebrook right perfect yeah so i fly into the basement turn back into malachi grab my silver and my materials for making the magic circle mm-hmm. and then i will polymorph into an imp which can mm-hmm. fly, right? It can fly. That's the important bit here. This is what I've talked about. It can fly and it's got yeah. arms and cords, so it can cast spells. I think so, yeah. So I then cast teleport about 300 feet above the Shirebrook Keep. All right, and that's an area you know well, so there's no chance of spell failure, right? You're. I think there is always some chance. but uh, Oh, but you're teleporting up, above, so it yeah. doesn't really matter. And I'm flying, so I should be fine. I don't think you can teleport into the air. I think you have to have solid ground beneath your feet. That's really? what I'm about to look up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're going to have to look for like a large enough building that if you were off by a little bit, you would just go down a floor. A wizard cannot teleport into an area of empty space. A substantial surface must be there, whether a wooden floor, a stone floor, a natural ground, or etc. Yeah, so just look for when you were clairvoyancing, pick out like one of the buildings that was at least like three stories tall and you should be fine. I do that, then I'll, I'll pick one of the floors on the top of the keep. Well, the maybe keep like the destroyed. tavern. Maybe like the tavern. The whole like keep of the taverns. Because mm-hmm. okay. yeah, yeah. he'd probably be very familiar with like the taverns and the temples, so he could probably pick mm-hmm. like one of those places that has multiple floors. Yeah, the Storybrook Inn over the road from the Half Pint. Ah, oh, perfect. Why don't you That's give me awesome. a D100 on your roll? It should be First fine as long as you don't roll like a straight 100. I mean, it's a good chance that I will. No, 45. Yeah, you're fine. fine. <laughs> okay. You're not, <laughs> you're not Greg. You're not going <laughs> to screw up that bad. All right. 
So when I get there, then I will then shift my polymorph into an eagle or something, and I'm going to do the rounds of the town, do a lookout for demons. I want to make sure that there's nothing dangerous living in town. Yeah. You start looking around Shirebrook, and this place is deserted. You know, the keep is gone, parts of the town are gone, the building that would have been your house, completely ruined and demolished. Ah, um, yeah, this place is, this, is just a mess. Is the storybrook intact? Somewhat. Like, the, the facade has been broken down, but, like, the back half of it is still standing. So I want to find somewhere where I can sleep safely, like four walls and a, lock, and a door. You can uh, find so a house somewhere that is still intact. Okay, so I earmark that, but I want to check around the town. I'm going to just fly around and then I'll like polymorph into a robin and go on windowsills and look through windows, make sure that there's not like orcs or... Uh, not orcs, what would it be around here? Um, Bullywugs. Or lizard man living in the living in the houses. I need my D one hundred here. Yeah. Yeah, so you are looking around. We are what ye, what's the date today? December fifteen ten. So, let me just look at my map of world events. Mm -hmm. Getting dicey here. There's a lot to track. Um, let's see if anyone is in Shirebrook this time of year. Let's see. No, yeah, it's fine. You're walking around the town and you see no monsters, no humans. There's just like random animals that would never be seen in town. There's a stag over there eating someone's lawn. There's like a pair of turkeys chasing each other around a pole over here. You know, weird stuff like that. Okay, cool. Sort of so place if, empty. if it seems safe enough then, I will um, go back to the keep. And I'll turn back into human form and walk around the base of the keep. And I'm going to look for the portal because I'm pretty sure that that's where Van and Georg left it. So I'm going to see if I can see it or if it looks like it's probably buried on the rocks or it's around. Well, you don't find it. Uh, yeah. At least not with your eyes. Well, I've got the uh, gem of true seeing as well, which I happen mm -hmm. to have in both campaigns. Um, oh. So I'll look. I had one in Fro-Fro as well. Oh, yeah. Before you died? I'm not dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'll look around for that. Okay. Uh, well, I'll look around with that in the keep, see if there's any hidden demons going down. Nope. No hidden demons. Nothing seems to be revealed by this whatsoever. You walk around, and it's just sort of, well, shit. We had it in, like, a build... I think we just put it in, like, a random building. <laughs> I think it was in the like courtyard of the keep. Yeah, it was. Well, because I know we had it in, like, a cart at, mm -hmm. at one point, and then I don't remember what happened to it after that, but we took it out of the mines, and we didn't really do much with it because we had to, like, get out pretty quickly. Uh, because okay. I, I I didn't lie to Georg and tell him it's totally fine, just teleport with the portal. <laughs> yeah. Good okay. idea. So I head back to my uh, house that I've earmarked to sleep in. Mm-hmm. 
I'll, uh, I go in. I don't bother opening the door. I'll polymorph into a spider and crawl under it. Just to make sure that if it's lodged short, it stays short. I don't want to disturb it. Right. And then, right. um, and then I'll go to sleep in the, in the next day, change my spells up a little bit. All right. Assuming that I'm not, uh, costed. You might wake up to the howling of a wolf in the streets, but I don't think that's something that bothers Malachi anymore. I don't think he's disturbed by the presence of small predators. Certainly not. All right, so wake up the next day. Let's change some spells here. So let's change our teleport teleportation circle. And there was something else that I wanted. To oh yeah. Uh, locate object, is that level 2? Not as good as Van's locate object. Yeah, it's level 2. So I'll change this ESP for locate object. Right. Uh, so what I'll do, I'll wake up, I'll cast locate object and imagine the portal itself. Mm hmm. And What's then... the range of locate object? It's not very good. It's basically when he walks close, he'll know. It's not like an instantaneous thing. Right, right. Uh, second level wizard spell, locate object. 20 yards per level. What level are you? Nine? Nine. Yeah, 180 yards. Oh, I remember clerics good. get like the good one or something. Like we have the better version of the spell. Yeah. But yours it's... requires a stick and mine doesn't. So I think I can turn into a bird and fly around the town. I'm yours requires it. a forked twig. Oh, it does, yeah. It yeah. Does. Um, they need a lodestone. You need a twig, so mm -hmm. yours is probably easier. Um, lodestone isn't. My document here says that Van Helsing is level eight. Is that out of date? I'm level eight, yeah. It's a oh. long road to level nine for clerics. Higher than wizards to get to level Wait, nine? Wait, I've mentioned this before. So at level five, the wizard... Everyone kind of doubles for a while, and then at level 5, wizards become 1.5 times mm. uh, experience growth per level until about level 11 or 12 when they get 6 level spells, right. and that's when they go back to doubling. So there's a while where wizards have the best experience growth in the game, and they're only slightly behind rogues in terms of level ups. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. Um, and they, they beat everyone else out. Clerics are still better than fighters, though. Yeah. Okay. But for whatever reason. So yeah, I look around. I walk around the town looking for the um, nothing. Can, no, Fucking it's just, nothing, man. Doesn't doesn't seem to be in this town anymore. No, if it was here, it is gone now. And you, uh, yeah. you're positive it was here. So I'll uh, take a little walk down into the mines a little bit, see if it's somehow found its way back to where it was. No, you walk around the mines. You find that room where it was before, and it's just empty. Okay. Yeah, there's still that sort of stench of chlorine gas here in the mines that's sort of residual from when the dragon was here. It's not dangerous, but it's got that every now and then that whiff of like clean pool. Mm, takes you back. Mm -hmm. All right, so this is another uh, roadblock on the plan, but I will continue with my uh, circle plan. So I'll go back to the house I was in, mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm going to... Does that have a basement in this house? You can find one that does without any yeah. problem. Okay, and then I'm going to cast my first teleportation circle and register it down here. So I think I chisel out of the stone a circle. 
have to draw some runes around the edge of it. And then I, uh, I think the idea was that I pour molten silver into it, so I'll probably have to set up a little furnace, melt right. some like, bits of silver that I've got, and then pour it into the circle while... This is going to be a multi-day process, and you have to build a small forge, but there's, you know, old ruined smithies here in town. It looks like some yeah. of their equipment has been stolen, but not all of it, not the really difficult to transport stuff. So you can either use that as a place to melt your metals, or you can bring it over to your new place as a, a workshop. Or yeah. you could make your, your teleportation circle next to one of these smithies, but it can be uh, done. It'll yeah, so it be... takes me a few days, all right. Yeah, it'll take you a few days. Okay, so what I'll do is then I, I spend a few days doing it, and when I'm done, I'll sleep the next day, learn it again, and then cast it to yeah. go back to the one that I've set up in. Well, I actually haven't detailed setting one up in my basement, but that would be the... I think that's something that you did after you built the area for the dwarves. The dwarves yeah, built yeah. that area, and you did your undersea adventures, and it's been a few week, few months since you've been back from that, so I think that's probably set up by now. Yeah. And okay. then you teleport back. Mm -hmm. um, um, I was hoping to bring Aldrich's books back with me, so I'll start digging through the tower on one of these days when I've got a spare couple of hours. Is there any books left? There are. They're not in great condition. You know, the tower collapsed on them. Uh, but give me a dexterity check. Let's see. Uh, I'm sure it's 10. Let me just check. Oh, that's uh, nice. That's great. Nope, 17, so I probably don't get too much. Yeah, you'll get a few books here and there, but most of them are, are too badly damaged, or you'll be, like, moving things, and you'll, like, rip some pages on one of them or another one. You seem to be... You'll, you'll get a few val good, valuable books out. All right. But uh, on my last day, then, mm -hmm. I, as I'm walking back to where the circle is when it's finished, I look around the town. Do I see any stags or any turkeys knocking around? Yeah, there's a turkey knocking around. All right, then I'm just going to real quick cast a magic missile at turkey for 17 damage. Yeah, you explode the turkey in a pile of No, no, no. no I, don't, I don't want to explode it. I want to just kill it. All right. Well, okay, it's dead. Yeah, I was being... Liberal with body. my language. <laughs> I, I drag its body to the circle with me, and I will teleport back to the mansion with this dead turkey for dinner. Oh, bringing home the bacon. All right. The party reconvenes in the mansion. Um, so I, I come up the stairs dragging this turkey behind me. Man, I, I'm back. Are you here? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My business didn't take too long. He's you were gone around. a lot longer than I was expecting. Yeah, he is. He's right in the yard. He's having a drink. Jeeves. He Jeeves. stumbles in. Yes, my lord. Yes. Can you cook this up for me? And I drop the turkey on the floor. Van? No, no, my lord. Oh, the turkey. Yes, yes, of course. Do we have a chef or is Jeeves the chef? I guess Jeeves is probably the chef. I we should so. hire a chef. We could afford a chef. <laughs> yeah, just hire a chef. You just haven't yet. So Jeeves drags the turkey by one leg across the floor and tosses it in the kitchen sink and starts plucking feathers while mumbling to himself and he tells you that the turkey will be ready in five hours. Marvelous. All right. So I'll sit down in the parlor with Van and pour a glass of uh, brandy or something. Mm -hmm. Just have a sip and say, uh, Shybrook, it's, it's not in a good way. The keep's destroyed. Mm -hmm. the, the portal. I think you left it in the keep courtyard, right? I don't... It's not there. Somewhere in Shirebrook. I don't remember anymore. It's been a while. I, I scoured the whole town. It's not there. I'm going to have to find another way. This shadow plane. We might need to go to Heatstroke. 
but even that would be a portal to the demon plane, not to the shadow plane, right? Right, but I, if I had to imagine where the demons... Okay, the portal's gone, right? So somebody took it. And who do you think would take it besides the demons? That's a good point, yeah. And if I had to imagine where they were congregating, it would be in Heatstroke. Yeah, well, I've been here. But we're not going to Heatstroke until we, A, get a fighter or two from that, uh, from that city. And you should also make your, your protection scrolls. Yes, okay. So, did you speak to the dwarves? Yes, uh, 5,000 gold for the, for the area. Quite, quite expensive, but we need to build something that's going to be a, a veritable fortress. Once this is done, it can be used for other means anyway. Yes, and then uh, useful to have our own prison. Yeah, I can I can see a lot of value in that. Okay, great. So the dwarves are they starting work? Maybe I saw. Maybe if I look out the window, I can see them starting yeah. to dig, dig a hole. There's a giant ass pit out there with a bunch of dwarves hauling shit around in a mm -hmm. huge mound of dirt, like covering part of your rose garden or whatever. Marvelous. This is what dwarves are meant to do, I suppose. It might be why most dwarves are miners. Yes, they love they love digging digging around down there. Well, do what you're good at, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, so this uh, this town Outlast, you said, with the arena. Yeah, apparently there's arenas all over the place. I've never been there, but I've I've heard that there's uh, a lot of gladiatorial combat in the area. So here's what we do. I think we. Uh... We offer a gold sum, maybe 400 gold or so. We put on a little uh, tournament. Mm -hmm. The winning two people fight against uh, some monsters of mine own creation. Mm -hmm. And if they pass that final test, then we offer them the job. What kind of monsters can you create? Oh, all sorts. We want to make sure that... I mean, for their own good, we want to make sure that we're not summoning in, or that we're not bringing weaklings with us, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, monster summoning level three. Yeah, what can I get? A bunch of shit. Third level let's monsters. Take a look. I mean, it's looking pretty monster good. Monster summoning three. Gelatinous cubes, bugbears, crocodiles, ghouls, giant lizards, uh, large scorpions, giant constrictors snakes, huge spiders, mm -hmm. a few different things. Mm -hmm. I wonder, Neil, as a separate point, right, if I were to cast web from my cloak here, mm -hmm. and then cast monster summoning, would it be possible for me to guarantee the spiders? No. Ooh. I think with your cloak of anac... Uh, if you're wearing your spider cloak, or whatever it's called, cloak yeah. of the anac... Arachnidia. Arachnidia, thank you. I think with that you can just summon you can summon spiders. That's sick. All right. That's, with the that's with the spell slot, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not right, saying that yeah. for you. I'm saying that for chat because they will misinterpret <laughs> yeah. everything intentionally. <laughs> that would be quite the buff. Yeah. Um, what do you say? It might be quite fun to run our own little tournament. Well, I'm not sure about the tournament. No. I'd, I'd, well, here's the thing. We're already going to be offering a, a good amount for the job, right? And we don't want to we don't want to offer too much for the uh, for the tournament. Well, okay. I guess we we do need to offer something because we want people to uh, to have reason to compete. Maybe a little bit less than that. I was going to say 250 gold ahead. Maybe try to bring two people with us. Yeah, that, that sounds reasonable. You know, I could 
the problem is I can only memorize one of these monster summoning spells a day. But if I use a slightly less powerful version, I can do three a day. So we could hold a preliminary round, have people fight some low-level monsters, and mm. then the winners can graduate to the uh, more powerful stuff. Well, maybe what we should do. I, I I'm gonna be honest. I, I like the monsters that you can. I've I've seen your work before. They're impressive, but. I don't, I don't know if they're quite up to the level. We could just run a tournament there and say we want the strongest fighters in the area. We want we want the ones who have like years of experience, have multiple wins under their belt. Yeah, but like we can uh, we can skip the whole tournament formality and just hire somebody straight out. I feel like this. Uh, how will we know that they're strong? I mean, if they can fight for giants, we can run a yeah. test. I could duel them. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I can I can heal any injury they deal. If they manage to kill me outright, maybe it, maybe it's my time to go. <laughs> Sure, that won't happen. Okay, well, let's. Uh, we can. We can work it out when we're there. Is there uh, anything else come up with the dwarfs? Uh, no, I don't think so. But it's gotten me thinking. We need. We should probably hire some some more help here. Jeeves is. Well, Jeeves is a bit of a drunk now, and I can't really say I blame him with everything he's been through. Now, has he always been a bit of a drunk? Mm, well, maybe he was good at hiding it before. <laughs> maybe but. I mean, we could use some some more help around the house. We could use some guards to make sure. I mean, there's a lot in there, Malachi. Like, we should probably make sure that this place is is relatively secure. I agree. Yes, guards. Don't you have a way that you can you can stop a door from being opened, except yeah. by by you and anyone that you that you allow into it? You should probably do that for the treasury. That that'd be a very very good idea. I don't know yeah. why we haven't done that yet. Actually, that seems like something that we probably should have done like day one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can cast Aldrich's Discerning Lock, I think, which allows me to specify people who can go in and out of a door. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I can do that, and I can set it up so me and Jeeves have access to it. Mm -hmm. That's no problem. But uh, out of character short, then we have to kill something <laughs> in a quarry. Like, uh, oh, I'd, I'll say to you that. Oh yeah, we have to go to. I forgot about that. There's the uh, the quarry, the quarry Malachi. There's uh, the dwarves are starting the digging process, but they don't have the stone because there's a problem with the quarry. We should probably ask about that and go take care of that issue because I don't want to wait. All right, that sounds like something that we can do. Uh, why? What's the problem with the quarry? No idea. Something about something coming out of the rocks and attacking people. That was all I got. We should go ask uh, for some help on, I... or we should go ask for more information and then we're gonna see if we can lend a hand. Sounds like something we should get paid for. Maybe. Yeah, we could we can negotiate that. Just two adventurers looking for work. That's all we are. Days. Where is the quarry? It's in town. Uh, I have it's no idea. It's right over here on the Crawlog Ridge. So let's go. Something about the constable was was looking into it. So let's go talk to him. Sounds like a plan. Let's go. All right. You make uh, your way to the sheriff that afternoon. Jeeves is still cooking your turkey. Before, It'll yeah, be before, some time. <laughs> be ready uh, before we before we head out, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Jeeves know that he should start looking around. We want to hire like a chef so that he can stop doing that, and also like a couple of bodyguards to have around the uh, the mansion. Or not bodyguards, but like just general guards. To have yeah, around. yeah. You don't want people sneaking up into your house and. You know, they yeah. might kill Jeeves trying to get to the treasury. Right? Might, like, yeah. this is for his sake. Because mm -hmm. um, they're not getting into the treasury. <laughs> right. So um, Jeeves will hire you a cook uh, if you yeah. want him to take on that task, and he can get a pair of I guards. Like, dwarven guards would be excellent. What? No. Yeah. <laughs> no, not dwarven guards. Fine. Dwarves are pretty tough, and I I don't know. They're they're generally pretty trustworthy. <laughs> no, I just, no. No, well, sticks to humans, I think. Look, I, I get that they're they're difficult to work with sometimes, Malachi. No, but no, 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 they no, are no. they are trustworthy. They are tough fighters. 
Time has dulled your senses, my friend. It's uh, it's Look, been a while. I have plenty of reason to hold my personal grudges, but that doesn't blind me to the truth. There's a there's a line. You've stepped over the line now. <laughs> I'm drawing a line there. It's half my house. I'm not having. Look, if it was your choice, we'd be hiring an elf to be our guard. You could have a dwarf guard your half of the mansion. I'll have a human guard my half of the mansion. <laughs> no, really oh. though, I don't see why. <laughs> <laughs> why you would insist on it being dwarves it was just a thought it wasn't it wasn't a hard set in stone idea just that look we're hiring people who are going to be yeah. guarding a place while we're out a lot and i i i am not sure i trust most humans to well if it's not that big of a deal then i humbly request that we don't and i say i feel quite strongly about it so i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to fall out over this but like i said there's more, there's more humans in Bond Therese. Like you said, dwarves are meant to be miners. They're not fighters. Yeah? Plus, they like shiny things, don't they? So, Well, dwarves are pretty tough. They're wandering around the house all day. They see all my shiny stuff. They might try and You have all the it. shiny stuff locked away. It's fine. You are very covetous with your shiny stuff, Malachi. Why does it have to be a dwarf? Surely it doesn't matter. Let's just move past it. Just stick to humans. All uh, I'm saying is Drekus for the humans. That's all. <sighs> I don't want to go and live in their mountains, do I? They can keep the mountains. No, no, no. It's enough of that now. But... <laughs> All right, Sorry, no. Jeeves will go hire. We'll just we'll we'll talk to some maybe the maybe the government in town, like some the guards will will know some reputable people that we could look to for hiring help. Oh, you don't want to just have Jeeves go hire whoever he thinks is best. Well, yeah, I, I guess if he. Uh... He, he probably has a decent eye for business. Yeah, I, I tell him to hire some people that are reasonably reputable for the, the guard position. All right. Um, let's roll a check for Jeeves. And I, I suggest maybe like talking to the sheriff or something. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about it. I'm like, Jeeves, just hire the chef. We'll, we'll take care of the guards. I'm, I'm, I, sure? We're strong fighters and we can evaluate them ourselves and make sure that they're up to the task. Of course, my lord. I just, I'm here to take work off your shoulders. But do as you please. Yes, it's... Uh, uh, take care of the chef. I, I trust you on that front. It's just, we, we, can, we can test them in one-on-one -on -one combat if we go for the guards ourselves. Of course, of course. All right. <laughs> I kind of like give a concerned look at our very drunken Jeeves and I... <laughs> yeah, he's a little... He's had some time off and he's been using it to just like read trashy novels and like drink in the sun. Yeah. Um, but he, he takes his job seriously when, when he's got one and he goes out to fetch you a, a cook, uh, forgetting completely about the turkey that's in the oven. It's all right. Needs to cook for a while anyway. Uh, the two of you head into town yep. and you can go find the sheriff slash constable. You know, Malachi, I did send a thought wave out to Joris and Darf when I uh, when I sent you that message. Oh, you so did? if they're still alive, it's possible they might they might show up on our doorstep at some point. I could uh, I could speak to them actually. Oh, then you spell I've learned. That that could be useful. If That's there was cool. anyone I trusted to guard the mansion, it'd be Darf, and I'm sure we could we could rent out some space to Joris. He might be looking for a new place to live after the uh, the incidents over in. Uh... I'll uh, I'll make contact tomorrow. In the place that the name is escaping me, even though I grew up there all my life. Oh my god, what is the kingdom called? Eridon! Eridon! Eridon. Alright. Yeah, I've uh, had a little bit too much to drink myself. 
you guys head over to the sheriff's station. We haven't already discussed who the sheriff in this town is, have we? Mm-mm. Cool. At least not with me. All right. Oh, wait, no, we did. Brand... We did, because she was there uh, when we did the, the viewing angle, because we were a little bit worried about something coming through the, the window into the, the other plane. Right. And she like, keep an eye on it. Oh, what's her name? That's a great question. Somebody in chat is going to feed you false information and I'm going to believe them first thing they say. It's so probably just... on the wiki, but maybe I have notes from our last session. Okay. I have not been taking notes during these like post series games. So I don't really know anything anymore. Just just throw something in the chat, people, and I, I will believe you immediately uh, and suggest that's the name for the sheriff. Hardcore Heroes plans? No, this is old. Tan. No, this isn't the Wheel of Time. <laughs> it's probably on the wiki. Let me go search the wiki. All right. In the meantime, oh, no. it's a, a sheriff. <laughs> Raekwon. <laughs> That's the name of the chef, right? Raekwon the chef. His... No, 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 no. <laughs> According to the wiki, it's Molly. I believe that. That sounds exactly like a name. Yeah, that sounds like a name that I believe. Molly, Sheriff, Molly, fourth the fourth level fighter. level fighter. Perfect. All right, so you find Molly. Uh, she's sitting in her guards keep room thingy, doing some paperwork and looks up as you guys approach, stands up a little and says, uh, hello. Hi. We, uh, sorry to bother you. I, I was hearing some, some word about trouble in the nearby quarry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you Stone know anything giants. about it? Stone giant. Mm-hmm. Single giant or a group of giants? Uh, started off as one, but he's been, she, it, it has been digging something out of the quarry ever since. Yeah. Miners were chopping around and hit something that was stone, but harder than stone, and then it shifted, and its eye opened, and sort of broke out of the rocks, and crawled out, and everyone fled, and every now and then someone pokes their head back, and it's in there, in the quarry, moving rocks around. We fought something. a stone giant at one point, didn't we, Malachi? Or was that a mountain giant? I can't remember. A, a hill giants, I believe, although we did fight a few of them. We fought more than just hill giants. I remember we fought one that had, like, it threw stones. I all throw stones, I think. Uh, do they? They all throw stones, yeah. Darts. Classic giant fighting styles. If I recall, stone giants are particularly terrifying. Yeah, I believe so, actually. Stone giants are more more than just, like, large creatures. I think there's some magic to them. Well, these ones were, like, buried in the earth and are coming out, so they're definitely not your standard hill giant. Sounds dangerous, but it's something that we could deal with. Huh? Possibly. Does the, sure? uh, does the town have a reward for such things? I imagine there's a lot of businesses losing money right now. Well, there's certainly a lot of interest in keeping it open. Um, people you'd want to talk to about a reward would be the mining company. They'd be the one fronting it. Sure, where's the, uh, where's the building? We could just go talk to them right now. She gives you a direction to the, the mining HQ. It's uh, down the street on the left. All right. Uh, we might as well just go ask them, Malachi. Let's do All it. Right. 
you head over to the mining company and their offices are in disarray. Every spare section of table space has been covered with maps or charts or documents. People are running around chatting with each other. There's a few like wizened old men and women leaning on staves around another table chatting about things. A whole section of dwarves on another side. There's a group of sailors standing in line waiting uh, outside of an office where they're getting called in one at a time to chat with someone in there. Uh, no one stops to even look at you guys as you walk into the big warehouse floor. All right. Uh, so we walk in. I, I kind of like flag somebody down as quickly as I can to say, uh, we're here about the issue, the trouble in the, the quarry with the giants. Sorry, quarry's closed until the giants are cleared up. Sorry. Yes, that's, Sorry. that's why we're here. We're, we're looking into possibly clearing out those giants. Stay. Stay. <laughs> right here. All right. Uh, and the young man in question bolts to the room where all the sailors are being like lined up outside the door, uh, throws open the door, and you can hear some hurried discussion back and forth. And the young man comes out shortly, uh, a few moments later, with a, an older woman hot on his heels. And she comes up to you. She's got this like silvery gray hair that's kind of gnarled and matted and not very well kept up. Uh, she's got like rough complexion on her face with a couple of scars here and there. Her hands are missing fingers on both of them. Uh, she comes up to you and says, are you volunteering to, to kill the giant? Volunteer is maybe a bit of a, a generous term. Looking for work would be would be a little bit more accurate. Hired. How much is it worth? How many giants are there? Two giants. Two giants. Who are you? Uh, I'm Van Helsing. This is this is Malachi. We're originally from Eridon. We moved here some some months back. Smart move. Uh, yes. <laughs> you no. you may not have heard of us, but we're we were pretty well known back in uh back in Shirebrook as well traveled adventurers. Mm hmm. Okay. Sure. I'll believe that. Um. So what's it worth? Well. Quite a bit. The giants have stopped all stone mining for all of Bontheris, mm -hmm. uh, which isn't a big problem right now, but they've been talking about renovating the keep and building a bridge across the river, the River Voden. All that's going to take a lot of stone. So we're looking at a potential loss of tens of thousands of gold pieces. Sorry, sorry. Uh, millions of copper. Um, uh, hmm. So I would be quite happy to say uh, a thousand. Can I talk in gold? Is that okay? A thousand gold pieces? How about this? Maybe something that'll save you a little bit, a little bit better on our end. It might save you a bit of trouble since you wouldn't have to worry about pain. Uh, we're, we're going to be doing some work soon. Mm -hmm. We're uh, going to be building a, a kind of cell for a, a rather large monster next to our, next to our mansion. Uh, in town. Anyways, uh, we're a little bit out of town, just a short ways. Anyways, okay. point is, we, uh, we're going to be using a lot of stone for this job, and how about we get the stone requisition for this job for free? It'd be That's... a little bit more in the end on, on your end, but you wouldn't have to pay us any gold, so you keep all of your liquid assets. That sounds like a fantastic deal. Uh, this is a... You know, not you're not talking like a mountain worth of stone, 
Uh, right. About 15 by 15 with a second floor. Feet. Oh, easy peasy. It's oh, not done. Yeah. It was going to be a few thousand gold for the uh, the stone materials. Uh, she immediately outstretches a hand. Uh, deal? Yeah, deal. And I, I shake on it. All right. The deal is done. Uh, right. She asks you to hold there and runs around and talks to a bunch of people and then comes back to you guys after you've been led into more of a, an appropriate office waiting room for these sorts of deals. And she comes down, uh, sits comfortably in a chair with a map in front of her that shows you the path from Bontheris to the quarry. And she puts uh, one of her stubs on where the quarry is and says, here, this is where the stone giants are. Okay. Uh, do they hang out together in, in a pair? Yes. Uh, since the first one was uncovered, it we, we fled, and it uncovered another one, and they've since been digging in the stone with their bare fingers, uh, building something. They first built a pair of chairs, and now they're building a, a passageway between them and just tossing the rubble out. We're losing so much precious marble and granite. It's just... The we'll, sooner you can do this, the better. Sure, we'll we'll go take care of this. What do you All know right. about uh, stone giants, Van? Are they evil? Could they be reasoned with? Uh, giants are very humanish. They're they're evil in the same way that humans are often evil. It's going to be difficult to convince them to leave. Probably we might be able to negotiate, though. I'd be very interested in doing that. We we might be able to hire them. <laughs> to what? <laughs> We were looking for guards for the mansion. Oh, come on now. <laughs> I mean, consider it, right? If we can find them a suitable place to live that's near the mansion. They're not going to find I guess we, The stone. biggest thing there is we're going to have to identify what they need, right? They're building chairs. It looks like they're building themselves a home. Yeah, I don't think they're going to leave for anything less than another quarry. Mm. Might just have to kill them. I, I walk back in and I say, are there any other places that would be suitable for a quarry that you don't use? Mm. Uh, so I suppose so, but they'd be further in the Crawlog Ridge, which is overrun with hobgoblins and bugbears and, and regular goblins and uh, probably have good materials, but shipping the time would be increased. We'd have to build new roads. We'd have to keep the area defended. Oh, no, no I'm, not, I'm not talking about starting a new quarry, oh, but ideally what? we could not kill these giants at all. And if, if they're, it seems like they're building a home, right? They built chairs and a tunnel between them. I suppose. We could try relocating them to another quarry. I, That'd be the most peaceful I have thing. no... I yeah, personally I know. I don't I, care I'm about mostly, their life. So. I'm mostly just asking, could you mark somewhere that would be a suitable spot to set up another quarry? She mentions that the entire Crawlog Ridge is basically some dirt with... Uh, I'm sorry, it's rocks with a little bit of dirt on top of it. Mm -hmm. It's a, this big, rocky, stony ridge and... Anywhere in here, if you dig deep enough, you're going to hit, like, solid stone to work with. All right. So we're going to go anywhere else. It's yeah, best so, yeah we'll, we'll give it a shot. We're, we're negotiators every once in a while. Anyways, we'll be back in the near future, hopefully. Or not at all, in which case we probably died. Okay. So I could try and talk to them. Do you think they speak common? I could, I could cast a spell to speak that language. We'll try common at first, uh, and then we'll, we'll resort to spells if need be. Um, how far away is it, Neil? Are we? Can we walk there in, a, in an hour or so, or not? It's yeah, thirteen miles. So it'd be like a, a four-hour walk. Uh, actually, the quarry's probably only right around here. So maybe like a th two, three-hour walk, three-hour walk. Is there any yeah. villages on the way? Yeah. 
Okay, so let's go to the closest village. Sure. You make your way to some small village along the way. Um, yeah, I might as well walk. Yeah, it's a, a dry, dusty place out in a very sparse forest where there's pretty much no undergrowth. It's just kind of like pine trees and rocks and maybe a little bit of grass everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, the town is one street long with buildings on either side and fuck all else. Yep, I'm just messing around with my spells because giants yes. are not going to be... Uh... Entangle's not going to do us much good against giants, I imagine. Definitely not. Probably not. And I think uh, Call of Spray and Sleep probably aren't going to do much either. No, they're too, too tough. So, four magic missiles. Let's just do... Go stone shape. Not kill them. If they're made out of stone, yeah, probably. They definitely are made out of stone, surely. I can morph any existing piece of stone into any shape that uh that I desire. So just I can just touch it. remove their legs. <laughs> but <laughs> yes, it is touch. Neil, can we still do that thing where we can learn new spells after we wake up? So be able yeah. to cast like one spell yeah so yeah, if yeah. i want to cast a stone skin on both of us i think because that's a level four spell i wouldn't be able to do it twice but i could cast one stone skin spell for free yes you could cast one and then quickly rememorize one yeah, yeah okay so I can, yeah, uh, thing uh worth of note petrif- uh, protection from petrification would nullify stone skin because technically it petrifies the outer layer of your skin yeah. That's just more a, of a later issue, though. Right. Just as a, a okay. side note to be aware of in the sure. future. That is pretty scary. Do you only have 18 HP? Is that real? Yes. <laughs> I think so. Wow. Okay. I, I feel like maybe there's been a, a hit I missed there. But... Well, if you're rolling a D4, you average 2.5 HP per level. At ninth level, you should have 22, but you could easily have just rolled a little poorly, so. I did roll poorly, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. He rolled very, there were a lot of ones on his HP rolls. Mm, beautiful. Um, so delicious. I, I am casting weighty chest on my on my plate armor. Because oh, uh, I'm uh, being chucked by giants. Yeah, you don't want to get chucked thrown by giants, do you? Yep. Nobody does. Weighty chest. Such a broken spell. Clearly something was not clearly thought out when they were making that spell. <laughs> it's not that broken, really. It's super... You can't be picked up by anyone? You cast it on yourself? It's broken. I mean, that's... That seems fair. Yeah, that doesn't seem like an unreasonable level of power for a... Yeah. But it becomes a like a, a scale of the weight of the person touching it. So if you were to, like, 
belly flop onto a stone giant, wouldn't you just explode the stone giant? Yes, and we we were talking about all the possible ways that we could break it, and I agreed not to do it because it would be really stupid. <laughs> right, right. That's what, like we were talking saying. about weighty chesting arrows and then like firing them into people because then they just become incredibly heavy and like rip your skin apart as they fall through. Yeah, it's it's a problem. Someone is cracked out when they made this shit. Yeah, well, I I don't I don't think they thought through all the consequences. They were they were originally intending for you to like touch a chest mm -hmm. and uh, have it be like immune from being stolen. Yeah, uh, does stone skin protect from falling damage? No. I don't think so. What do you uh, say? Now? I say, let me read the spell. Virtually uh, gains a virtual immunity to any attack by cut, blow, projectile, or the like. Even a sword of sharpness cannot strike you, nor a rock hurled by a giant. Uh, magic so missiles have their effects. So it sounds like it would work, then. I guess? Sure. Sure. It'll definitely take a knock off a charge. Yeah, 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 of course. So you could just like leap off cliff sides and and with stone skin? stone skin. Yeah. I guess I'm not a super big fan of that. I like falling damage being falling damage. But you know what the danger with that is if you like hit into a wall on the way down more than a few times. By the time you reach <laughs> the point, you might not have you might not no have stone skin. Oh, charge, that's so. great. But you'll have broken your momentum a little bit. So you'll you'll take one d six less probably if you if you lawyer hard enough. Yeah, like you'll hit a whole bunch of things on the way down out of the tree or the rock side, yeah. and you'll be slow. So you'll just take a little bit of damage at the end, but you'll lose all your stone skin charges, which is fantastic. Yeah. Anyways, okay. So here's my. Oh, I need. Tons. Oh. I like this idea. Uh, so you guys are hanging out here so in wait, this. Um, one thing I, before we're heading out right away, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back in a third time and say one more time. When you were digging, these things were literally made out of stone. Well, they were the buried in the rock, and they right, looked when, like rock. And when we hit them with picks, it didn't go through them like it went through rock. So they're harder than rock and skin, and alive but buried in rock without the ability to breathe. I don't look, man. Okay, thank you. Look, That's all I wanted to yeah, know. Yeah, okay, okay. Magic is very particular. Sorry. Yeah, it's right. weird. I don't get it. Neil, chat are reminding me that when we looted Misty Rapids in the last episode, there was a magic shield and a magic axe that we never identified because it was pointless at the time. But Fuck. Poten potentially, Sean should use um, it, probably. Well, I was going to ask, is are, are giants considered natural creatures? Not stone giants. For what purposes? Soften earth and stone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, I got something else then. <laughs> that would have been really funny though. You just do it and they become mud giants. <laughs> you got an ax and a shield from Misty Rapids? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I could take the, the magic shield. That'd be, or is it a small shield? Uh, I'm not sure. I, uh, it's one I think that Ryan gave to one of the undead gnolls mm. back in the day. But you, uh, you you dusted the gnolls by turn undeading them, and then we just took their magic shit while we looted the treasury. Yeah, I remember that's how I got Windshear. I don't know anything about a shield, though. But uh, yeah, it's probably like 1 AC, so we can probably just ignore it for now. 
I have no fucking idea. That yeah, is. we'll worry about it another time. Let's not worry about it right now. All right. So, yeah, let's sleep in that first village and then let's go there in the morning. Speed some giants. Yeah. Um, right. con convince them to just head back. What? Like a few miles into the hills. Yeah, I can even help them build it. Um, get them started. All right, let's let's do it. So I wake up in the morning. I cast stone skin on myself. I mm -hmm. relearn stone skin. And I cast down van. Okay. Uh, I will point out that I constantly keep armor on me, and it lasts more than twenty-four hours. So I haven't cast it today, but I'm sure I've got an armor spell currently going. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Fourteen, I see. All right. Let's go. They said it's just down this road, right? Yes. Okay, Van, let's, um... You try speaking to them in common first. Yeah. Oh, actually, can I cast tongues on you? Let me see. Or is it only on... Only on myself. I do have a feeling that we're going to fight these guys. Hopefully not. Yeah, hopefully not. Oh, it's tongues of third level spell. Oops. Uh, oh no, it's just me. Okay. Let's change my spells up because tongues level th is level three. So mm -hmm. let's do one fireball. And then I'll take level four shadow monsters, probably. They might like us actually if we've got stone skin customers. It might endear them to us. Yeah. I mean, endear us. Uh... Okay. Awesome. So you guys head on over down the road towards mm. the quarry. Yeah. Uh, Malachi, you should probably cast tongues on yourself in advance. It only lasts a few minutes, so I'll wait. Okay. All right. Where Maybe is Hopefully. All right. You guys arrived in the quarry, and sure enough, there are two stone giants there. They're okay. just shy of 20 feet tall. Mm -hmm. They uh, have this gray skin that covers them all. No hair anywhere. Like, eight-pack abs. Um, there's a, a bit of loose cloth that one of them seems to be wearing, like a, a sash across its body that kind of covers its uh, junk and is tied with a, a short blue, or a, uh, a uh, tall, wide, mm -hmm. wide blue belt. Right. The other so one a pretty... is a female Sorry, and is naked as the day she was born. Okay. So um, there, this is like a really rocky and kind of like jagged region, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna find like a spot where we could like duck behind cover and find like 
sort of small secluded areas that we could run off to, if that makes sense. Yeah, you can like, as you come through the trees and see the sort of quarry ahead of you, you can move from tree to rock and get up to them and like peer around without having them see you probably. Yeah, basically we just want an exit plan where we can move from cover to cover, I guess is my point. Yeah. So that we can, we can kind of like not be completely out of the open with these guys. Mm-hmm. And once we get kind of close um, and we have like a, a nice spot set up, Van will say, hello, excuse me. And he'll, he'll kind of like wave down to the, to the giants. Do you speak common by chance? We have we have a workaround if not. Uh what the giant with the uh, without the clothes, the female giant shields her eyes to the rising sun in the east and starts kind of walking your direction slowly with these heavy footfalls thudding. Malachi, can you cast tongues? You think? Yeah, do it. Alright, cast tongues on myself. Alright. Hello. Yeah, say something. Get get some words in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While I wait for it to get closer. It gets uh, to the point where it spots you. Like, it's looking, it's looking, and then it sees you guys, like, peering out. Uh, yeah, I kind of, like, well, I, I, I'm, like, standing. I'm ready to, like, duck down, but I'm there, so I'm, like, okay. kind of up and waving. Mm-hmm. Hello, giant lady. Hello, little man. Is she speaking giant? Yes. Uh, Do you... Do you perhaps speak our common tongue? And which one is that? Uh, this one right here. I'm saying the words in that tongue as we speak. That one. The one, what he speaks, do you understand him? No. Okay, well, hmm. I can only speak to you for about 10 minutes, but um, look, you are great and mighty creatures. Mm-hmm. The stone of this ridge is your birthright. Mm-hmm. However, the humans of these parts, this one particular section of stone, the reason they dug you up is because we use the stone to construct our homes. I was wondering if there was anything we could do. There, there is many other places in this ridge suitable for you to live. Yet this is the only area suitable for our needs. Uh, I'm here to perhaps broker a deal. Maybe convince you to move to a different part of the ridge. Uh, tell her that I could literally help her build a, a pretty decent section of mine over the course of a few days. My friend says that if this is agreeable, we could use magic to help you shape the home you want somewhere else. Mm. We must first uncover the rest of our clan. How many are there? She sort of narrows her eyes like she doesn't really trust you. Enough. Hmm. And, and, and it will take you weeks, months, years? I don't see what concern it is of yours. You have enough rock for your homes. Do you but, not? Uh, no. The, the men are afraid to dig here with you and your husband here. Mm. Give me a charisma check, Malachi. I could have cast this on Van. Let's see how human giant relations will run its course. Three. <laughs> uh, I. I... <laughs> 
mean, you can't I, I have a way to speak directly to this person. Could you um could you try and ask if they're okay with me casting a spell for them? It would it would help us communicate. Uh okay, well. My uh, my my friend here, he he could explain it better than me. Will you allow him to cast a spell so he can speak with you? I, uh, I hold up my symbol to show that I'm like a man of the gods, and I, I hold up my symbol of cheese. You're like this big to her, so she like gets all the way yeah. down and rests on her elbow and gets real close to you. Um, gives a, a nod of approval, and then reaches out gently and slowly, not in a necessarily threatening way, a hand to, to Malachi, like to hold him in her hand. <laughs> all right. No, um, no I don't. So, no? With, with, with no. the nod... <laughs> With the nod, I'm going to kind of like start getting ready to cast a spell, and I'm going to cast Rapport on this giant. Okay, well, hold on. Malachi doesn't seem to want to be held by the giant. Uh, okay. oh, I don't want to be held by the giant. Though. I mean, because I assume you're going to protest verbally here. Yeah, yeah. So let's, 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 let's see what that is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? If he is casting spell on me, I want to ensure his honesty. Oh, yeah. Let me hold you. And that way, if he is treacherous, I can squeeze the life out of you. I look to Vod. She wants to hold me as an insurance policy, Vod. That's fine. I'm going to use rapport, so we'll be talking through mental images. It's perfectly safe. I look up at the giant. I look back at Vod. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. All right. The giant wraps her massive fingers around you. Holds you gingerly, but you can feel that were she to squeeze, she would probably do more than 18 points of damage with it. All right. Uh, so I start to cast <laughs> my spell, and I, uh, I cast Rapport on this giant. All right. And I start uh, sending, like, mental images over. I don't think we actually have to share a language, so I think we can even share thoughts, because the thoughts are kind of like impulses. Right. Okay, it can be done. Yeah, and so you... I'm going to um, kind of share, because I've used Stone Shape before, so I'm going to show off this magic. That um, kind of like lets me shape stone into into forms that I want, and I'm going to kind of give the idea of me like spending a few days casting this repeatedly to make a larger home, um, mm -hmm. somewhere deeper in the mountains. Okay. Um, and then I kind of like send out the terms of like peace between humans and giants, um, that people can use this quarry without your kind of like, uh, you know, interference. Give me a. Give me a willpower check first. Wisdom check, I guess okay. it is in this system. Um, that's a pass. That is a pass. Wow, you pass on a four? That's yeah. incredible. All right, and then give me a charisma check on top of that. That Here's is a fail, this. unfortunately. All right, so you find that she's not super convinced by this plan yeah, so to I, move it somewhere else. I, I but get you that also, idea. hold on, you're going to want to okay. hear this. Uh, you also get like a glimpse of her thoughts. It seems like she's new to this whole magic sharing thought thing and mm -hmm. sort of like accidentally lets slip some thoughts that she might not want to have passed to you. And mm -hmm. you can see her like in her own mind with a like scores of stone giants as they like rightfully reclaim their ownership of the area. And it's sort of this vague thought of like, this is our territory. Who are these smaller mm -hmm. creatures? Like, it's time for us to rise again, is the, sure. the image you're getting. Um, I will... Let's see, what else can I do to sweeten this deal? Uh, I don't know, sure it sounds like we should kill Hold on. I, don't... Hold on. Relax. 
Uh, I kind of give the impression that I can do it very quickly. Um, and at one point, I kind of like look over, like almost kind of like surprised that I see Malachi still held. And I say, uh, like, this should have established trust. You can let my friend go, right? This seems a little uh, unnecessary at this point. Yeah. She okay. will, she'll let Malachi go, but then she'll like place a hand on the ground, like near your feet, not holding mm -hmm. on to you, but like completely ready to smack you if something goes down. Sure. I take a step back. One step back on the ground. And I say, so I'm going to kind of like um, keep sweetening the deal mentally. Mm -hmm. And then uh, in common, which we've established that she doesn't speak unless she was being treacherous, I say to Malachi, they're planning to rise up. We have to kill these two. And then I'm going to cast mental domination on this giant. Well, we're killing them now. Yep. I'm going to cast mental domination. Okay, I take a big step, Spock. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to our break. And when we come back, we'll deal with the giants. See you on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. God, it feels good to say that. All right. Let's kill a giant or two. Hopefully. Uh, it has to make a saving throw or be completely mentally dominated. All right. Let's look up giant saving throws. Probably oh. stupidly good. <laughs> Needs a three or higher. <laughs> is that it right might, or are you just making no, it no 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 make it all it's gotta be high right so counts as like it'll be like I think fighter saves cap out at like 5 or something 15 fights or something yeah saving throw versus spell here we go oh it rolls a 5 it's saving throw was an 8 it yes. fails okay yes so the giant is now, oh, like, the light shit. in its eyes fades out and it grays out a little bit as this giant completely enters uh, Van Helsing's mental control. And first thing he does is he, like, turns this thing around and he's going to jump down behind it and stay within 50 yards and just send this thing charging in to attack its uh, to attack its mate. I, I assume they're coming to life. Spells, okay. A spell is similar to the wizard spell, blah, 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 half-elves, I can, elves. I, Yeah, I can't force it to use any innate abilities, but I can force it to enter combat at minus two penalties to its attack rolls. Oh, shit. He can, if the priest is 10th level or lower, he or she cannot force itself to perform a particularly delicate action, such like as picking, picking a lock. lock. Yeah. Okay. I love um, the that's removed. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. The remote control and stuff like that but I'm, I'm basically just doing like uh battle robots right now right i'm sending my mecha in to fight the other mecha oh shit all right the one giant charges the other giant who gets up this is the, the male one with the loincloth and the blue belt mm -hmm. uh sees the first the, the female giant charging towards him shouts out in giant what's wrong what's happened and she just <laughs> and then, keeps charging yeah and then, <laughs> and then. <laughs> Uh, once uh, she gets close, she's just gonna throw a punch at this guy, I guess. Cause that's, oh, that's sick. Fuck it, give me a d10 for initiative, Van, against the Giants d10 for initiative. <laughs> well, I, do I roll initiative as well? If yeah. you want to. Yeah, I, I do don't know if you want to get involved or not. Okay, so it's gonna go first. Oh, god damn. Alright, I'll, I guess I'll stay out of it for now. Van, how close are you to it? Are you, like, right behind this bottle? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping within 50 yards. I'd really appreciate an invisibility. <laughs> All right, plus 17, no, I'm sorry, plus 13 to hit for the Giants. Okay. So, uh, I guess my Giant goes first. Yep. Um, and but so is, it we'll gonna, roll... is it really going to attack, though? Dude? Yeah, is it, like does it kind of, like, figure out what's going on already? 
Uh, the first attempt is going to just be like an overbear, knock it to the ground sort of thing. Okay. So the male giant grabs hold of the female and attempts to throw her to the ground. Stone giants have ridiculous strength mm -hmm. um, that I need to go look up. Uh, 20. 20 strength. It's not as okay. ridiculous as I thought. So I mean, me once you strength. get past, like, the, the high tiers of 18, every point becomes insane. Yeah, give me a, a strength check for your giant. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. Oh, right. no. So the male, like, grabs the female and tries to tackle her to the ground to see, stop what's going on. Mm -hmm. And it just doesn't work. The yep, female giant, then... He breaks free, uh, plus 13 to hit normally, right? 17 to hit. No, 13, you're right. 13 okay, to so hit. Plus 11. So she attacks with a 19. That will not hit the AC 20 of the giants. Okay. Yeah. Um, we go to the second round initiative. Yeah. Oh, are we doing initiative every round? All right. Yeah, let's stick with that. It goes first again. All right. He will... Uh, once again, just attempt to wrestle her down. So give me another post-strength check. Okay. Oh, this lust. Shit. Shit. Oh, wow. Uh, for a while. About yeah. 25 minutes. Oh, great, great. Right, the male barely manages to, like, knock the female's legs out from underneath her, throw her to the ground, and, like, put his weight on her, shouting at her in giant, What's wrong? What's All wrong? Right. I want to cast a spell at this point. Why don't you hop in at the end of this round? Because uh, the female okay. goes next. So I will try to break free here. So I think it's a post strength again. Yep. Uh, I win. So you she do? breaks out. Yeah. And then she... Malachi is going to do a spell. Yeah. Is that your whole round to just break out? Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm I'm a while away, right? They, the giant charge towards the other one. I'm still quite far away. I cast um, Monster Summoning level three as close to the giant fight as possible. All right. Roll me, what is it, 1d12 for what you summon? 1d20. 1d20 and d4 for the number. Yes. Depending on what you roll right, I think. Okay. Well, no, uh, you just one... do d4 is the number of creatures that it summons according to the spell description. Ten. Ghouls. You summon ghouls. Oh, God. That, okay. they, can per they can paralyze things. Yeah. I'm not sure if they can paralyze giants. Do I get 1d4 of them now? According to Van Helsing, you do. I'll double check the spell description. I think it's, it might be 2d4. Uh, monsters summoning three is one d four. Yeah, third level monsters. Yeah, three ghouls. Three ghouls. Ooh, nasty. Okay. Um, I'm also going to bring us to this map. <laughs> so they're fighting here. over the ocean. <laughs> Giant fowls. Uh. Uh, we don't have a naked giant. Ugh, too useful. <laughs> That's okay. fine. It works. It's fine. And I have something relatively ghouly. Yeah. Oh, Nick, you should have brought in large for the giant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you've summoned three ghouls. All right, I want them to just swarm around to the non-dominated giant and start clawing at its legs. Oh, that's much better. All right. And I'm going to put a blue dot on the female giant and a red dot on the male giant. All right. Okay. All right. So you summon these ghouls yep. and we roll initiative. Nick, roll me three initiative rolls for your ghouls. The ghouls not get to attack the round I summoned. 
They don't have greats. They don't have great back up. Ghouls, roll a plus one to hit. Yeah. Well, I've got back he's... attack. Yeah. So... He, is, he is on the ground technically, so it'd be like plus two or plus four, isn't it? Yeah, but I think even when a giant is prone, it's not much of like a attacking sure. a prone creature. They're a little big. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe at some point the ghouls plus, will hit. Plus two then? Yeah, give me plus two. So they need a, a, a 17 or higher to hit. Natural 17. Nope. No. The ghoul is claw the giant. The giant completely ignores okay. that. Let's roll initiative. Female go. Male goes at five. Female goes at five. So they just. So like they're both on the ground and the female's gonna like try and like flip around and just kick this guy in the face. I got five. Oh my well. god. Everyone goes at five. Yep. So the female uh, goes for to hit. She hits 1d. Sorry. 2d6 plus eight. For 14 points of damage. Alright, I need to roll the giant's HP. Alright. I need a fucking notepad. Oh. <laughs> Alright. Uh, you did 14? Mm hmm. Okay, where's my fucking calculator? Minus 14. That is not how you do math, guys. It's fine. It's fine. I can do math in my brain. Uh, the male giant is going to ignore the female uh, and run over to the area where they last saw you all. Mm-hmm. The female doesn't have a weapon in her hand, so no attack of opportunity. Uh, the ghouls... Uh, it depends on how monstrous weapons? you consider them, yeah. I feel like the ghouls get attacks of opportunity. Sure. Yeah. Go for it, Nick. See if you get that. Oh! Two, two hits. Two hits. They can paralyze too. So let me let me look that up really fast. To help um, they get one d three damage. Got, they've got three attacks now. They don't get bite, bite, claw, or claw, claw, bite for opportunity attacks. So I'll give them a single claw attack. That's well, last fair. turn. Last turn they should have got extra attacks, but that's true. They should have. Yeah. That's all right then. Uh, so they just hits. got seven last turn though. Yeah, yeah. Two hits. Yeah. Roll me two d three for damage. Alright, and that means two saving throws, right? Yeah. Causes right. humanoids, they have to, yeah, paralysis lasting two plus one d six rounds or until negated by a priest. Alrighty. Uh, it's a saving throw, so it's probably gonna make it. It's uh, save. paralyzation. Paralyzation. Our giant save against paralyzation is pretty good. Yep. Or all twice, though. Yeah, so 2d20 for our giant here. What does it need? It needs a 5 or higher. Okay. First one is a 15. Second one is a 15. All right, okay. giant is fine. Okay. So it's, it's running over towards, towards Malachi's location, it's then? running towards Malachi and Van, and it's going to make okay. a perception check to try and spot you guys. Well, Van uh, is close to the fight. I'm further away. Okay, yep. so Van's probably the one it sees, then. Um... Right. Well, it's gonna attack Van. Okay. What one d twenty plus thirteen to hit? You have stone okay. skin on though, don't you? Yes. So it's gonna have to hit me. A so bunch it of doesn't times. even really matter. All right. Yeah. So it hits with a natural eighteen, a modified yep. thirty-one. Uh, I think when it kicks Van, 
I don't you, go anywhere because I have weighty chest on me. You get super heavy, and so you might, like, spill backwards we, a bit, and the well, giant we, hops we, up and down, like, holding its toe, <laughs> which it is now stubbed on Van's yeah. stony, weighty chest, <laughs> covered in plate mail. Yeah. Uh, um, cursing loudly in giant. Yeah. Can I can I cost? Yeah, you're up. Yeah, but I'm I gonna cast. ask you to start rolling initiative after this. I already well, you did. Rolled a five, I rolled oh, you did. You did. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Okay, I summon a shadow troll behind the male giant. You're doing a troll, not a chimera. I'm gonna do a troll. Yeah, I think. Okay. All right, you summon a shadow troll. All right, three attacks, back attack. Go for it. Uh, let me just remember the the roll. D twenty plus nine. So, roll this three times. 11, 19, 25. 25 hits. Oh, they get three attacks each, don't they? So that was the first troll's attacks. Yep. Uh, so that's one bite. Uh, How many trolls do you summon? Oh, just one. Sorry. I don't know why I thought I had three trolls. <laughs> so you got a bite. Okay. <laughs> I, got a bite. <laughs> I think you were thinking monster summoning for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I was. So it's uh, D4 plus 8. Yep. I guess. I don't know. You tell me. D4 plus 8 for troll damage? Trolls do pretty good damage, yeah. Nine damage. That seems a little high, because eight is the damage stone giants get for strength. The bite is usually the the big thing that does damage for most monsters, though. It's like, like five, to, five to twelve, so I think it is default we'll site. That yeah. is. Okay. Yeah, that's weird. All right, go for it. Uh, so I got one bite and one claw, right? Mm-hmm. So the bite yeah. does nine. No, no, no. It's got to be D no. plus four. Because if five is the minimum, then a one plus X oh, has oh. to equal five. Okay. So give me that D eight plus sense. four. Okay, so that's eight damage for the bite, and the claw right. is... Claw is one D four oh. plus four. Yeah. Okay, so 15 damage. <laughs> All right. The stone giant is in bad shape. Yep. Uh, the female hasn't had a turn yet this round. No, she started it, didn't she? She started it. Yeah, I actually okay. can do more. I can I can engage in combat while mentally dominating. I just can't cast spells. Okay. Uh, so I can actually take an attack here at the end of this round. Go for it. All right. Uh, should I just roll our initiative as the same, the giant and I? For yeah. The let's, yeah, let's just keep it simple. Okay, so d20 plus six, I believe, is my roll uh, for 20. So that's a hit. That's a hit. Uh, so I do plus, it's a plus three weapon. I have plus one from strength. Uh, and I don't get mastery stuff, so plus three. It takes five points of damage. All right, let's roll initiative. Uh, the giant. So now that we have various creature sizes, let's add in size modifier. Nah, fuck it. Let's just keep it simple. Yeah, yeah let's keep it simple. Let's keep it simple. Giant goes first. All right, the male giant <sighs> surveys the field, sees shadow trolls, sees null uh, ghouls sees his wife or partner or friend or something dominated and these humans with their magics and their stone skins and he stubbed his toe <laughs> he's done he's done he will just walk over van and like into the woods at maximum giant speed fleeing as quickly as possible okay. um, that's gonna be an attack of opportunity really fast yes, from everything is. yeah from everything from yeah so you go first. Uh, I miss. Miss. Is it, do the giants. Uh, uh, giant doesn't get attack of opportunity, but it will chase when her turn comes up. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, so troll? Three. Uh, I'll do the ghouls first. Yeah. Yeah, ghouls I guess first. the ghouls followed. What's the ghoul movement speed? No, we got men around. So yeah, you're fine. They can catch up. That's fine. Yeah. They would have been there. 
Okay, uh, they all miss. Yep. And the troll needs... It's a plus nine, so it needs an 11. Jesus uh, Christ. So, two claws. Trolls hit? Trolls have plus nine to hit? Yeah, trolls are plus scary. Seven. Plus they seven. have plus seven to hit. Okay, oh, so they need time. a 13. Oh, yeah, there we go. Okay. Two hits. 15 damage. All right, the giant survives. Wait, right, and then... So... Can I... How... What range is it when it's my turn? How far away is it? Uh, giant definitely does not like have 15. human movement speed. The, by like the book, 15. it's 12, which is dumb as shit because they are four times the height of a human. So I'm going to give them like four times... Well, they're three and a half. I'll give them three and a half times human movement speed because um, they're three and a half times their size. So... 36 and 6 is 42 movement speed, so 420 yards um, is its movement. It can make a con check to run, so it's going to try and run. Oh. We're going to uh, try I think one of the troll, the troll hit should have crit. Wanna roll another d4 plus, just roll another d4. Uh, 18 the, the 18 yeah. would have been a crit. Yeah, that would crit. Sorry, yeah, okay, another one damage. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. All right, let's see what you need to do to get to running. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you actually have another D8 as well, because one of yours, the bite, I think, was a 27? Yeah. A you natural a... 18 and then a 27? It was a natural 18. Uh, or no, sorry, it was a... I can't tell what you did here. Yeah, it was. So it was oh, 27. yeah, yeah. 18, 27, yeah, yeah. Okay. Throw another five on the... All right, still alive. Oh, it's a strength check to run. Okay, so the giant unsurprisingly passes its strength check and just fucks off into the woods. Okay. The only thing that can really catch up to it would be a flying creature or another or giant. the other giant. So the other giant is going to chase after her, picking up Van Helsing as she goes, uh, and he'll ride on her shoulder. She can't. She can't pick you up. Oh, no. That means I can't chase. Nope. So you can send one giant after the other, but they're going to disappear into the woods, and you're going to lose track. Actually, no. No, it can't pick me up. Because I cast weighty chest on my armor, so as long as I climb up onto its hands with my feet, it's okay. It just cannot touch my chest. I think if the giant is moving and running, at some point you're going to like bump it ever so gently, and it's going to trip and fall. You know, mm. the whole point if of not being it... able to be picked up is. Sure. If you have it pick me up, I can probably kill it. But I'm far away, right. so I probably can't do that either. Uh, no, no go, for well, go for it. Haven't you defeated the giants? It's fleeing. No, I mean, that's not I'm good enough. Sure yeah. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start running after it. I'm gonna have the giant pick up Malachi and like run ahead. Um, I only need to be within 150 yards. All right. All right. So uh, the female giant grabs Malachi and heads off uh, with Malachi in hand. A little bit behind. She can't get too far from me. Yeah, you've got to stay in range. So actually, yeah, she can't get too far from me. So what oh, we're gonna do here what's is the range of mental domination? Fifty yards. So I'm keeping her close-ish, and the goal here is gonna be to get Malachi close. I'm probably just gonna lob him up into the air so that he can cast a spell. Okay. Well, the male giant went 420 yards. You can only go 120 yards this round. Yeah, we're not gonna be able. So yeah, we can't, we can't catch you're, it. You're, you can't catch it. How much? Myself, you have you have a strong spell, don't you, Malachi? I was just gonna match missile. I think I probably finished it off. But, uh, I'm thinking about throwing you right now. I uh, no. I mean, you have stone skin, right? So you won't die from the impact. We've just talked about the hitting of the trees <laughs> on the way down, though. I die. <laughs> Neil's definitely going to do that. 
<laughs> uh, I think we've just got to let it run and we'll just kill the other one. And then it'll probably fuck off, won't it? All right, yeah. We'll, we'll follow tracks and hunt down. We can't let this one live, so we have to go get it, but we'll go long term, I guess. Okay, so let's um, just... So, yeah, we just turn back then. I, I give up on this on this chase. Okay, well, uh, with this giant mentally dominated, it's I don't not think... It's too hard to kill her, yeah. I think you can just let the gnolls and shadow trolls rip it to shreds. Yep. And the giant dies. All right. The quarry uh, is free. For now, we have to go hunt down another giant. Do we just go on foot now? I think if we if we catch it, we can kill it. Yeah, we can follow track. I mean, it's a giant, right? It's going to leave very, very obvious tracks. I mean, it's going to be leaving a path through the trees. Even you could track this, Malachi. I think so. Mm-hmm. Anyone right, can well. track this sucker. Yep. You take so. you take point, Van. I'll stay behind. Yep. Right. So we just started going after um, as fast as we can. You follow the massive swath of destruction south. Uh, and then it curves, and it looks like the giant is headed towards this mountain in the middle of this ridge. Uh, you guys are aware, having lived in Bontheris for about a year, that this whole ridge and mountain area is covered in goblinoids. There are also some other things of note in and around this peak itself. I feel like you guys would have done your homework on what lives here. Mm -hmm. So let me just tell we, you. We did do a lot of that back in Eridon. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Let's see. Let me take a look at our geography of Drekus. Prologue Ridge. Oh, lovely. I don't have any monsters noted here. I guess nothing lives here at all. Yes. It's not Perfect. the case. No. I need to open my other document with information. And that one has nothing either. That one definitely has monsters. Let's see. What do we got here? We have... No, 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 no. All right, we got a shit ton of goblins on either side of the ridge, but the ridge itself seems to be goblin free. Mm -hmm. uh, there are hobgoblins north of the mountain on the ridge. There are bugbears south of the mountain on the ridge. There are lizard folk in the rivers. Mm -hmm. um, there are bullywugs near Nared Lake, but not where you are, so that should be fine. And those are the common creatures around here. Of course, there are the bizarre rare things that are spotted every now and then. There's some rocks that live on the talons out at sea, which occasionally come and like rest on Crawlog Peak for a while. Um, and, you know, other weird things that inhabit these areas that are more magical and perhaps smaller and avoid detection by just, you know, lack of numbers. Well, I don't think we're being put off by the talk of goblinoids and that. Uh, I figure that if we follow the giant's path, we're probably not going to get run into by goblins because they're probably getting the hell out of the way. But if we do, we can deal with it. Let's just let's Makes go. Let's make sure the job's done. All right. Yep. You guys head south through the woods uh, and then turn towards the mountain when you get to the spot. And before you even, like, get to the mountain, you can see the giant scaling the mountain, uh, Malachi, crawling to the top of it. Do you have Do you have the, uh, the reach to fire some magic at it from here, Malachi? Can I get within 150 yards? No, you're, you're at, like miles away, because it's so much oh. faster than you. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miles right. and miles. We're going to keep falling. I guess we have to scale a mountain. Or you could cast a nap spell, and we could go... I don't know. 
we could just rest for the night. It's an option. Can we just follow it up right now? Like, how... Actually, do, do we have... We probably don't have, like, our gear for staying over in the... in the wilderness, do we? Hmm... Not really, but we can take shelter for a night. That'll be fine. Let's see, I mean, we could try and climb... I don't think either of us are particularly great. Actually, I've got spider climb, so actually, I am a great climber. Mm -hmm. Do you think you could just handle this Malachi? Uh, I don't want to fall off him. don't want to get thrown off a mountain by a giant. But maybe? Hmm. I suppose it wouldn't kill us to wait one night, though I'm worried it'll try and take off again. Uh, tomorrow, could you cast fly on both of us? <clears throat> yeah. Or I could turn into a Pegasus and fly us both up there, rapid style. Perfect, I like it. Uh, so maybe we should just sleep for the night then. Okay, let's watch it though and see if we can work out where it goes. Because it's massive right, Neil. Can we see, is it? Yeah, it scales the mountain to... And this is like a, a single peak of a mountain along a, a much smaller ridge. So it's not like a, a range. It's an actual single... Mountain. Know, yeah. Um, it gets to the top, and then you can hear, like, quietly, since it's so far away, this, like, low roar of the giant's cry in anger and anguish uh, as it scales the mountain and screams its lungs out. Okay. And um, at that point, you know, it sits down and its gray skin sort of blends in with the mountain and you sort of lose sight of it. Maybe it's just sitting in one place. Maybe it's moving slowly, but it it's camouflaging into the stone pretty well, unsurprisingly. All right. Uh, we'll search for it tomorrow. goes down. Let's um, see. You're kind anything. of our, our magic nuker, Malachi, so you might want to just cast fly on yourself and go shoot this thing a little bit. Yeah, I, I can, I'll probably just do that. Let's uh, see if we get through the night first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The night passes uneventfully. All right. Uh, we keep watch during it, and I, I presume we're going to like keep an eye. Like, we do two shifts, I guess, because that's mm -hmm. all we have. Mm-hmm. But you guys I don't have any camping equipment with you. Yeah. This is your I'm first time back here. It doesn't, like, take off and run away. Mm-hmm. This is your, your back, first time back in the woods and in the wilderness. Yeah. Uh, Malachi, how are you doing without a comfortable feather bed to sleep on? I'm not happy about it, actually. Because even when we were traversing <laughs> the wilderness in the past, I always had the, always had the uh, tent or the, mm -hmm. the, the um, carriage. Yeah, and this is like back level one character sleeping on cold, hard ground using pine needles for pillows. And... Mm -hmm. yeah, so it's not ideal, is it? No, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> Fucking peasants sleep this way. All right, I'm gonna weighty chest Malachi's robes just in case of emergency. Nice. Uh, let me figure out the rest of my spells here really fast. I don't need that anymore. I enthrall Malachi for a little bit to get rid of that spell slot. Um, nap. Need that. So take that. Let's see, what do I... Visibility, mirror image, fireball slow, polymorph self, stone skin, and you're gonna stone skin yourself, sleep, stone skin, uh, yeah. van? Yeah, I'm gonna stone skin myself, reland stone skin, and stone skin van in the morning. Um, this might be a terrible, horrible, cruel thing to do, but I'm, I might I might try. Uh, 
but when I wake up, Neil, I'll, when I learn these spells, I will cast Sending. Mm -hmm. And let me just read the spell description. I'm going to send a message to... Do I send it to Darth, or do I send it to Juris? Uh, need to look up aerial combat rules. Yeah, I'm going to send a message to Darth for you. Uh, do you want to do that now, or do you want to look Yeah, up? let's do it right now. What so do you can, have to say to Darth? I can send a 25-word message. So... Darth, it's Malachi. Are you alive? Is Copper Hill safe? Do you want to come and live with me in my <laughs> mansion in <laughs> Bontheris? Bring Joris. There you go, 25 words. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> but he can he can reply immediately. If he he's can reply. Okay. So yeah, you get a reply. It goes, oh shit. Malachi, how the fuck does this work? This is so cool. Uh, Joris owns Copper Hill now. I'm the new sheriff. Come see us. Come see us soon. 25 or 20. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's good. Doff's still alive, fam. Awesome. Perfect. Um, and Joris have taken over Copper Hill. Excellent. Um, I might be able to distract this giant a little bit. So normally solipsism requires you to attempt to believe the image, right? I think it's not going to be a problem, Bob. Don't worry about it. Well, what if I were to create the image of his now deceased giant companion? Would it try I mean, to believe that? I'm just going to fly up there and I'm just going to kill it. All right, go for it. Yeah. Um, so we've both got stone skin cast on us. I uh, cast Polymorph Self. Yeah, give me just a minute here. I need to read some rules. Mm -hmm. um, Reading about the aerial combat rules. Luckily, if yeah. you get it, uh, I did weighty chest your robes, so you shouldn't get chucked around. Um, you might get hit by some boulders, but you have stone skin. Yeah, it'll be fine. I don't think there's any. Yeah, the one thing it. I'm looking for is if you get hit in, fl in flight, does it make you lose altitude, is what I'm looking at. Uh. It might knock him around a little bit. He probably shouldn't like lose his his flight stability. Does um do you have a maneuverability class with your fly spell? I'm not casting fly. I'm casting polymorph self. Oh, so you're just flying for what are you gonna fly as? I'm gonna fly up there as an eagle. Okay. And then I'm gonna from 150 yards away. I'm gonna <laughs> shoot it with magic missiles as an imp. Okay. I mean, you should be pretty safe doing that because um. That was pretty safe. Well, because you're weighty chested, so it can't throw you around. Uh, I don't know if the weighty chest still works when I'm polymorphed. Oh, when you're polymorphed? Yeah, but an imp can fly, right? Yeah. Okay, so you should be fine. And you still have stone skin. That'll, that'll hold. Uh, missile fire, air to ground combat, escaping damage. Any winged creature that loses more than 50% of its hit points cannot sustain itself in air and must land as soon as possible. Oh, you remember that safety. rule, Baldia. Is that a rule that we, we glossed over before? Uh, it was a rule that you glossed over when I was riding the back of a dragon. Also, yeah. when that dragon ran away from us after it almost died. 
Oh, you mean in Fro Fro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that. Yeah, that shit's totally different. Yeah, I'm not bitter about it. <laughs> He's so bitter still. <laughs> Climbing and diving, attacking, underwater combat, breathing, yada yada yada. All right, cool. I don't think anything in this applies to what we're doing today, so we can just go ahead. Yep. So I turn into an eagle and I soar up into the sky to the top of the mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I look. I circle the top of the. I circle the peak and look for the giant. <sighs> All right. You're circling the peak, and right away, you spot this area of excavated rock that's, like, slid down the mountainside, and there is a a brand-new tunnel-like thing in the side of the mountain. You just see this big, gaping hole. It's not even, like, full giant height tall. It's only, like, half a giant height, you know, like, ten feet high. Like, I had to crawl into it, and just mountains and mountains of rock and rubble have been tossed out of this down the mountainside. How deep does it look, the tunnel? You, it, it exceeds the depth of your vision. All right. Do you have weighted chest casting yourself, Van? Yeah, all right. I fly back down to the base of the mountain, to Van. Mm-hmm. I turn into a Pegasus. No, I turn back into me, and I say, the giant's dug itself uh, a little tunnel into the top of the mountain. Come on, come with me, and we'll go and finish it off. All right. All right, turn into a Pegasus. Van hops on. Yep. And we fly to the top of the mountain, and I will land at the edge of this tunnel and turn, turn back into me, and then we can both head down. All right. You guys fly to the top of the mountain, turn into regular people again mm-hmm. at the mouth of this brand new excavated cave. And I pull out one of my light stones. I actually haven't got a weapon anymore because I lost my stuff. I've still got a plus three dagger, but I'm not even proficient. You lost your staff? Yeah. That's unfortunate. I'll to get you a new one. Yeah, it would be nice. Uh, but I'd let you go first, and if we can just uncover this thing, and then we can just nuke it. Yeah. So I start moving in, and I'm going to look around for this giant. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh, you get in about 15 feet, 20 feet in, and are met with a solid, smooth stone wall. Damn it. You get through this, Van? I can, actually. But we need to know, is the giant, did it burrow into the rock at all? Is it anywhere around here? Are we not finding it? You, Yeah, you're like walking to this cave, and then it's just like, boop, solid wall. I use the gem of sink. It is a solid wall of stone. There's no illusions here, it's real. I'm gonna take a step back. Uh, if you can open it up, all you gotta do is just keep it busy for a few minutes and I'll put it down. Okay. Um, I'm gonna cast Stone Shape and create an archway through this stone wall. So, just as you're about to cast Stone Shape, you can feel a, oh. a, a vibration in the ground and on the walls around you. A, a very th- slight one. It's not like it's gonna shake and fall apart, but there's okay. some sort of like ripple in the stone. Get out of this tunnel. Go, and we, we start running back for the entrance. Okay. Okay. You make your way back out, and the, the fading, the, the rumbling fades as you get further and further until you're all the way outside and you can't feel it at all. What is it? I thought it was going to try and collapse the tunnel on us. <clears throat> Should we try again? We could. It's a little bit scary. 
There's vibrations. What if there's more of its kind in this mountain? I think if there had been ones that that easily accessible, they would have got them already. They seem you said they were trying to wake up Make their friends. Army, yeah. yeah. Alright, well, let's try it. Here, um would would Stone Shape break invisibility? Probably wouldn't, right? Mm, no. No, Stone Shape does not break invisibility. We've done it before. Doesn't see yeah. So I'll cast not invisibility on I cast invisibility on you and I'll wait at the entrance to the tunnel. Okay, I'll walk in and I'll cast stone shape on this smooth wall. Okay. And and you have a little bit of clay and you just form it into an archway or something like that? Yeah, um, I basically just make a model of what I want to uh, create, basically. Um, and then I can affect an area of a certain size. Uh, it, it's like nine cubic feet plus one per level, so I can do like 17 cubic feet. Mm-hmm. So as long as this wall is not too thick, I can break it down and create a, a tunnel through it. Okay. Stone shape. All right, you shape the, the, the stone of the flat wall in front of you, creating a tunnel through it. Uh, ooh, it's hard to determine uh, these some of these uh, requirements here, but it looks like that tunnel opens up enough that it opens into an area beyond it. But as it okay. does so, you notice the rock around begins to change. Uh, on the surface of this area that you've shaped, it begins to like hang and sag and like bits of rock start like tumbling down and splattering like as if it's a liquid surface mm -hmm. um, on the ground below you. Um, I would like you, yeah, okay, never mind. You don't need to make dexterity checks. You begin to back out as the entire ceiling sort of softens and turns to mud and starts falling down, caving in the area. Uh, so I think if it looks like the whole mountains, well, something's happening to the structural integrity of the mountain, I'll Pegasus up and we can just yeah. fly out and wait outside in the air. Yeah, you guys can back out and wait outside, but it appears that there is some sort of innate stone-shaping ability that these giants have, that this giant has as well. Hmm. And your excavation versus its excavation is an interesting battle that we could play out, but it's dicey. Because if mountain rocks fall, everyone dies. It's mm -hmm. a dangerous yeah. situation. Do you have any way to collapse this place, Malachi, on top of the giant's head? I can try. Um, here, can you just... Is there somewhere I can lay Van down where he can stand? Yeah, and it's a big mountaintop, so you can just yeah. move him to a different side of the mountain where he's well away from this entrance with. All right, and then I'm going to try and get the best angle possible to maybe mm -hmm. hit this thing and try and fireball it. So as an imp hovering out in space, you I'll just... fly around, get the best angle. I don't know if that's from above or down the tunnel or... No, just like straight in front of the tunnel is the best angle. Yeah. yeah. And I'll just throw a fireball down there and hope to hit it. All right, your fireball screams down the passageway, erupting in fire and light. Uh, and a little bit of blowback comes out the cave. Flames licking the air. I throw another one down immediately after. <laughs> uh, uh, interesting. Okay, you've thrown two fireballs into this cave. The roaring echoes out. Flames are everywhere. Uh, eventually it cools and smoke disappears. And you know, like look down this cave and it's hard to see what's the what condition these things are in. Uh, I'll throw one of the light stones down into the cave. 
the lightstone goes in, rolls over, and then sort of like begins to sink into the ground a little bit. No, probably not actually. With a fireball, I think the mud is dried out now. Um, so it's probably just dirt. So it rolls in and like clatters against this brand new flat stone wall at the back of the cave and comes to a dead stop. I don't know, Van. <clears throat> Maybe we just uh, call it a day. I don't. Yeah, fancy. I can't cause any earthquakes in the area, so I can't collapse it. I don't fancy digging into this tunnel. Uh, I mean, I'll just look at my. Oh, there is one thing I could do, though. What's that? Uh, cloud kill. Ooh, that can it might... see through through small areas? Yeah, it might it might get him. It might force him out. If he doesn't, he's not going to die instantly. But it'll it'll take a lot of damage if he doesn't leave the tunnel. But I can't cast it today. We'd have to come back tomorrow. I can nap you right now. All right, should we go back down to the camp? Uh, just go to the other side of the mountain. I think it should be okay. Should it? No, I think we should go to the camp. It was safe there. All right, sure. Why not? Yeah. All right, you guys fly down from the mountain back to your camp. You nap Malachi. Mm-hmm. Do a little sleep. I, I switch out sending for uh, cloud kill. Everything else I keep the same. Um, I recast stones going on both of us. Sure. No, hold on. We're, while you're asleep, Malachi, Van, you're on watch. Yes, I need you to give me, down into the forest. give me a whatever the two second edition equivalent of a perception check is. That'd be wisdom, I think. Sure. Sure. 21. That is a pass. You hear this, this rustling in these bushes, and as you peek up and look around, you notice a spear. And then popping out are uh -oh. three goblins. <laughs> uh, they All begin right. to fan so... out around you. Spears in hand, wooden shields, leather armor. <laughs> um, I don't really feel the need to kill any goblins. I mean, don't let them throw their spears at me. Okay, I'm going to cast it. <laughs> Um, they actually kill me. <laughs> you cast I levitate? Cast, I dictate on these, oh, on dictate. these goblins. Uh, they need to make saving throws. I'm going to tell them to uh, to drop their weapons and surrender and then leave. Okay. So drop your weapons, surrender, leave. Are the uh, and they get a they get a saving throw versus spell, right? Yes, they all get to save, and if not, then whatever. I'll just uh, and dictate if they if they fail, they are like. They have to do what you say. They have now. to obey that command. It's like their top priority for the duration of the spell. All right. Here we go, goblins. What <laughs> is a goblin saving throw versus spell? I think it's 19. I'm going to be pretty low, isn't it? It's, it's going to be so low. It's almost not even worth rolling, but we're going to do it anyway. The first goblin fails miserably. The second goblin fail rolls a natural one, fails even more miserably. And the third goblin rolls a natural two. What did you tell them to do? Drop their weapons, surrender, and leave. They drop their weapons, put their hands in the air, walk away, and just All right. walk with their hands up. I collect uh, their spears. Um, <laughs> I just, just kind of sit over Malachi for the remainder of the duration. Half an hour later, Malachi wakes up. <laughs> okay. Any, any trouble, Van? Uh, well, I had to use a spell, unfortunately, but not really. Good, good, good. All right, if this doesn't work, we should just head back. Uh, wait for me down here. And I'll I stone skin both of us again, polymorph right. self, eagle up to the top of the mountain. Alright. Turn, turn back into an imp. Alright. Okay. Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna fireball first, then I'm gonna cloud kill. Alright, you throw another fireball into the cave, it hits the back wall, flames erupt, the smell of sulfur fills the air, and then you throw in a cloud kill. 
Yeah, and then I'm gonna back up and I'm gonna wait for this thing to be forced out so I can kill it okay. if it comes out. Well, so the passageway ends with a solid stone wall, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. So you've cast cloud, cloud kill in there. Yeah, and we can't reach it. It's behind it just, the barrier. It's behind the barrier. This cloud forms around and eventually again. dissipates. Yeah. The fireball doesn't break some. It no, doesn't it doesn't break have any concussive force. I'd have to stone shape it again, but I can't do that till tomorrow. You could come back. You'd have to stone shape it and then run, and then I'd immediately cloud kill it. But it seems to reform the walls immediately. Very fast, it? yeah. So I'd have to brave a cloud kill, which I don't particularly want to do. You definitely don't want to do. I think we might just want to leave this one. It's beyond, it's not, let's be honest, it's not our problem anymore. And if it comes back, we can deal with it, but yeah. Sure. All right, mm -hmm. let's go. All right. You guys hop back up onto Malachi and fly back to Bontheris. Mm -hmm. uh, arriving successful. You notice that the mine is actually covered with workers as you're flying back over it. Uh, the quarry. Uh, Malachi, do you need any giant parts, eyes or anything? I don't know what kind of weird components you use. Oh, I could take its blood. That might be very valuable. Giants symbolize strength. Some of its hair, perhaps. Uh, so I'm actually going to collect some giant blood. Um, cause a lot of my, a lot of my spells symbolize power. So that'd be right. pretty useful for transcribing spell scrolls. Sure. You can, uh, yeah, with Malachi being able to polymorph, which I think lasts for many hours, you yeah. can go back to your house, collect all the vials and tools and yeah. scientific implements you need, collect any samples you might need from a giant. Let's just say you, you collect a lot of stone yeah. giants. We get like giant stuff. toenails, we get blood, we get, we get an eyeball. We, we, we like go better safe than sorry and we really dissect this giant for parts Ab absolutely uh someone mark on their character sheet stone giant parts all of them or something like that <laughs> i got it yeah all right. cool all right so mission complete the mine's going we got the stone for free yep yep parts. killed some stone giants yep all right so i guess we land outside the mining company and shift back into myself. Yeah, mm -hmm. I um I probably have some like paperwork that I picked up from the house from the dwarves with like the rough idea, like rough approximations of what stone they'll have to buy, and I deliver mm -hmm. that to the mining company. Right. You run across the single-digited woman in charge of the mining company. I don't know how to say it. the woman with less than ten fingers. Uh, single-digited digits. Single-digit digits. Digits, digits. Uh, Sub-digited? Sub-digited woman in charge of the mining company. Digitally uh, impaired. <laughs> Digit there we go. Digitally impaired. Yeah, um, I like it. She sees you guys arriving, whether it's flying in or walking in, uh, hurries over to you and goes, well, that was unexpected. Be very careful in the future. There's more stone giants deep in that earth. You don't want to unearth them. Well, then maybe I should show you this, she says. And she leads you in through that tunnel between the two massive chairs. And mm -hmm. it looks like the giants were like excavating a room here. But in this room, there's like one leg from like knee down, just kind of sticking out into the room. The rest of the body is like entombed in the wall. Uh-huh. It's, hmm. This could be this could be quite an issue if you sit on it for long enough. I'm not entirely sure what to do about the giants. Maybe maybe there's a, a town wizard that could help with this. But uh, these giants were not friendly. We we tried negotiating, but they had designs of building up an army and taking back land that they saw as rightfully theirs. So, what we'll I suggest uh, caving in this part of the cave? 
and leaving it alone? Whenever you find a giant, maybe just uh, dig around you, it. Yeah. Um, if you can, the wizard in town might have ways to kill them even when they're entombed. Like with the extended leg? Very possible. I'll go speak to her then. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you so much. If there's ever anything you need, come on by. Very well. What, what were your names again? Um, Van, Van Helsing. Van Helsing. Malachi. Malachi. Right, nice to meet you. I'm Anna. Nice to meet you too. Hopefully this is the, uh, the start of a long and mutually beneficial relationship. I imagine we'll have more need of stone in the future. Excellent. And you guys part ways. You have all the stone you need for your work. The dwarves are busy digging a hole and they'll be adding stone to it as needed. Uh, Jeeves has found you a cook. Mm-hmm. It is a, a halfling woman by the name of Rosie. Uh, and she is already busy cooking up a storm in your house. Jeeves is salivating on that like little island counter nearby, just watching mm-hmm. everything going on. There's like six pots filled with things cooking. She's built like little step ladders all around the, the kitchen so she can actually reach the counters. Um, and yeah, you just come in with Jeeves head in hands, staring at the backside of this woman, making all this food, like drooling, waiting for it to be done. Uh-huh. <laughs> I see you found us a cook. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I mean, my lords, <laughs> yes. Uh, may I introduce you to Rosie? Rosie, dear. Uh, Van Helsing and Malachi are, are good masters. And Rosie nice. gives you like a weird look. Is like, I don't know about masters, but employers will do. Hello, I'm Rosie. Nice to meet you. Hello, Rosie. Hello. Thank you for helping us out here. I was uh, beginning to get sick of Jesus cooking. Jeeves hangs his head low. Uh, Rosie then asks you a whole series of questions about your personal, like, favorite flavor palettes, what foods you like, yada, 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 and, like, wants to interview you so she knows how to cook properly. Yeah. This is, uh, she seems like she knows what she's doing, Jeeves. Good job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, this, this already seems like it's going to work out wonderfully. I'm looking forward to it. I don't suppose, um, you know how to brew beer. My little brother does. The uh, the beer that we used to get back home in Aradon is different to the beer that you have here, and I would love to be able to recreate that style. Hmm. Hmm. Well, I have a third cousin who grew up in Aradon and left when things got bad. Uh, Sorry, he lives Steve. in a village nearby. I could, if you have, do you want a brewery in the house? Perhaps not a brewery, but uh, I wouldn't mind uh, funding him to work at the tavern. Hmm. She nods enthusiastically over this could idea. Do, could do some some cleaning here or helping you out in the kitchen in this hmm. other time. Yeah, uh, she will. She can arrange this uh, thing to happen. You'll have to probably pay out like a small amount of money to set up the tavern with like proper brewing equipment but then they will house it and produce it and sell it and you know if you make a small investment into this small business here 20 years you could be making a ton of money yeah making some Aradonian ale this should help uh sustain the at the the time it should at least help sustain our employment expenses yeah (laughs) Yeah. okay cool uh so back to the plan of capturing the gorgon so well i think next we have to go uh interview some some fighters 
Yeah, so we need to go yeah. to Outlast. Yes, although tomorrow uh, I need to spend the day doing a thing. Why don't we take our break right here and we'll come back on the other side and sort out all these last details and see what happens on then. Uh, does Holly take care of like the grocery shopping, I assume? Oh, uh, yeah, she's not going to trust anyone else to... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Holly, could you get me a whole bunch of Holly berries at some point today? Rosie, but yes. Sorry. I, I got the name. I mixed up the name because I'm asking for holly berries. Right, right. Uh, I, I need holly berries. Uh, could you get a whole bunch today by any chance? She might marks it on the list that she's got and we'll hurry off to town and all right. gather all the things. Marvelous. All right, break. Break. Yeah. See you guys on the other side. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Hardcore Heroes. Here we are. All right. How do you want to get to Outlast, Sean? Shall we hire a carriage or can well, we Jesus is a you, wonderful carriage driver. You own a carriage and a carriage driver. Yeah. Hmm. What, Although if he leaves, we, we need a we need a proper attendant for this house, Malachi. But uh do we sail to Outlast? Is that the way to do it? I suppose yeah. we could how far sailing is possibly the fastest way. Uh, uh -huh. The other way would be to take the road to Fenden and then a boat to Kershwick and then sail that way. Okay, yeah, we could do that. I think it's easiest to go around, like go around the Frostlands and then... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's definitely the easiest. It's going to be maybe a little longer to do it this road. A little longer, but then you just pay one person, one fee, and you're there. Yeah, and we don't have to worry about all this travel crap. Mm -hmm. Once with that, we can make a circle and... Well, we'd have to have somewhere where we could keep the circle safely. I'm sure we can find somewhere. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I think going by ship might be the way to go. I did hard. Although maybe we should do some more preparations here before we sail out to, to Outlast, like get our protection scrolls ready. Okay, I had a bad experience the last time I went on a ship. <laughs> uh, yeah, you never, you didn't tell me much about that. You had, you had just gotten back. Yeah, well, I was, uh, I was planning to head over to Shirebrook. This is before I'd learned the teleport spell. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was sailing with the army. They were heading over to Whiteshore to siege it. Mm -hmm. And um, the whole fleet of ships were, we were attacked by like a kraken or something. I'm not sure. Some huge underwater monster. I tried to... Uh, I, I took, took flight into the air to try and avoid the ship being destroyed and made some attacks against the monster. But it uh, it singled me out and dragged me down under the waves. I thought I was dying. That's where I lost my staff, by the way. And then oh. I awoke somewhere else with some of the sailors. And I was down there for a long time. I met a... It seemed to be the home of some elf that had lived for thousands of years beneath the waves. Huh. And time didn't feel like a straight line, but I, I studied with her and spoke with her about many wondrous things. I can't quite remember the details specifically. It's hazy. I don't really recall too much about it. I I think she's modified my memory so I can't return. But I, I, I learned a great deal of spells and magic down there, and she told me teleport to return home. Hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully we don't have a repeat of that incident. I can do without fighting a kraken. Hopefully but not. first, we should probably you should make your scrolls, and I'll uh, set to fire trapping every single thing that somebody might want to steal. Maybe just fire trap the door to the treasury. I'm gonna fire trap all the chests in the treasury too. 
Yeah, okay. But don't have because Jeeves will get drunk. And oh, I can attune. I can attune him to it. I know, but he'll bring a girl. You went. It was when you were away. But I. Uh, if he brings a girl into the treasury, he deserves whatever happens. I came to. I came to check on him, and he was surrounded by two naked young ladies. And I think he was having them wait on him. So it wouldn't surprise me if he said, "Go and get me a drink," and they wander into the treasury. And next thing, well, you know. <laughs> well, oh, Jeeves. It's dangerous business. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, we can add a sign to the door for your own protection. Keep out. How does yeah. that work? <laughs> yeah, say. Like um, that has worked on treasury doors and on tombs. <laughs> Cursed tomb, do not enter. Yeah, sure, sure. Let's just open these doors. <laughs> you could just put uh, thieves will spontaneously combust. Oh, that's that's specific and terrifying. Yeah, Maybe. it is. Especially if they know it's a wizard and a cleric who live here. Mm, yeah, that's that, true. That work. That's true. I guess if the wizard and cleric lives there, any sort of warning would be. <laughs> Pretty good. I love. I just like for your. I like keeping it keeping it vague though. Just like for your own safety, keep out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that. All right. It's like what is going on in that room? But yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of sort our whole treasury and get everything locked up into treasure chests. Okay. And Neil, can I I can make potions right, but only a small. I think I get three recipes. Did you say when Gaug made level nine? Sure. I would have to check a lot of source books, and I think we're just going to kind of gloss over that. So three is, seems reasonable. Yeah. Uh, so is there how many are there in the DMG? And I'll just roll three D whatever there are. Uh, yeah. There. Well, you can't make all potions, right? Like a healing potion needs a cleric specifically. Potions oh, um, is banned. Yeah. So why don't you roll me a d6 and a d20 okay. in tandem. Two and seven. That is a potion of diminution. Diminution. Diminution? Diminution, probably. It shrinks you, I think. Yeah. You shrink down to 5% of your normal size. Potion of reduction. Well, that's no use to me, so I will roll the next one. Uh, Wait, actually, hold on. Let me give you a... I want to use my new potions, not the, the old DMG potions. Fuck that stuff. Okay. We got better ones. Uh, where are... Economics. Potions. How many do we have? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16. We got 16 here, so give me a d16. Twice. Or three times. Yeah, perfect. Alright, so the first one you you have gaseous form. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, reduction. <laughs> <laughs> you got it anyway. And 16, 15, 14, 13. Number 12, water breathing. Okay. That's not bad. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm not gonna make any of them right now, but sure. I will make some scrolls of protection for petrification. Okay. Uh, and with stone skin, I think that's a good enough spell to. You need some base spell regarding protection for or petrification to to work. So like uh, stone yeah. to mud or stone to flesh. 
stone yeah. skin. I have stone. Yeah, and I, I, that makes before. sense actually, because like stone <laughs> skin is like controlling stone as a as a protective barrier instead of a right destroyed. <laughs> yeah, so I think if you have any of those spells that sort of do that sort of thing, you can you can make this happen, which you have. So you make a few po scrolls. Takes uh, me six days for each one. Okay, so we're gonna be here for a while. That's fine. Um, before you start, I collect a vial of blood from you at some point. Sounds like some nasty blood magic. What's that about? Uh, I, I'm a cleric. I'm a I'm a good and honest cleric. I can't do nasty blood magic. Don't worry about it, Malachi. Yeah, sure. All right. I assume it's to ward. To yeah, it is. It's, I, I can. I'm gonna use it to attune you to my fire traps. Does it take six days to make these scrolls now? That's what I'm trying to double check. I think so. Six days of work. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'll make two, three. Yeah. Hold on. The base percentage is eighty percent. You get one percent less for every level of the spell, and one percent more for your level, and then plus five percent for making it on next paper. So stone skin is a third level, fourth level spell. Mm. I tell you to do them on separate pieces of paper. Don't do them on one long scroll. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So 80 plus 9 minus 4 plus 5 is 90. So 90% chance for the scroll to work every six days. Great. So I'll make one in the first six days. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm basically locking myself away in the basement and have Jeeves bring me food and water. Right. Uh, perfect. I get to roll these, this shit in secret, because you never know if it works or not. So... Well, he knows if it fails, he just doesn't know if it's cursed, which I'm going to handle for him. Ooh, is that how it goes? Mm-hmm. 96 to 100 is a curse. So if it fails, it's a But if I remove curse on a scroll, it dissolves into dust, which is why I told you to do them on separate pieces of paper, so I can do them on them separately. It only dissolves if it's cursed. Yes. If the number rolled on the percentile die is equal to or less than the required number, the attempt succeeds. If the roll is higher, the attempt fails, though the player has no way of knowing this. If the attempt fails, the scroll is cursed in some way. That's oh. different than... Okay. Oh, but okay, no, you're what I think what you're talking about is the I was, th I was thinking rules. identify or something. No, no, I think you're talking about these spells and magic ways of creating things, which is probably what we should be using instead. Well, no, of it DMG. says it says cursed in some way, so yeah. it, it's the same thing. I can I can decurse scrolls, but it dissolves them when I do. I remove curse spell will cause the faulty scroll to turn to dust. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's why I told him to do them separately, so I can do them separately and not kill all of our scrolls if one of them fails. So we can actually ensure that they work because they'll be cursed in some way. Yeah, I was thinking it was like identify where you could fail or get a false reading, but it's. It always imbues the magic, it just might get imbued wrong. Alright, so I go until I've got three. So it might be if I fail one and you disintegrate it, we wait another six days and I make another one. Okay, cool. So I'll just roll a bunch of shit in secret. But you're gonna remove curse on all of them anyway, right? So it doesn't even matter. It's just how long it yeah. takes. Okay, so how many scrolls did you want? Three. Sweet. You get three in twenty-one day in eighteen days. Yeah, great. Maybe twenty the only days. Maybe okay, like a yeah. day of rest in between. Yeah. So, um, during this time, I get some blood from Jeeves as well, and I fire trap like the door to the treasury and all of the stuff in the treasury, which should normally not be a problem because um, we have 
that stuff knocked, or we have wizard lock on the door to the treasury, so it should be pretty hard for people to get in anyways, but just as mm -hmm. an extra layer of security. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Uh, basically, fire trap, if they open the door and they're not attuned to the spell, it blows up in fire in, in their face. Right. Uh, by this time, the... So, between the, the giants and the resting of the giants and the making of all these scrolls and the hiring of help and everything, it's going to be about the new year when you take off. Oh, wow. Uh, and with 20-some days of all this work and all this other stuff going on, I believe the dwarves will probably be mostly finished with their thing. Um, there's a few bits missing that I think you guys can fill in. Like, how do you want to be able to get down to the bottom level? Um, like, at some I point, there's like an outside to... staircase, right? Okay. Like, we, we take stairs that connects in on either level. Right. If at some point either or both of you could doodle what you have in mind for this sure. place, that would be hella awesome. Okay. I think um, the, the entrance should be from the basement in the house, maybe. Like a tunnel from the basement to the... No, I don't want to connect to the house at all. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. Um, but, yeah, I'll draw something for you. Okay. I think, Van, like, during Malachi's research period, because it takes me, like, two days to do all of my fire trap stuff, mm -hmm. I, like, kind of... Because I used to be a stonemason, so mm -hmm. I kind of, like, watch the dwarves work and kind of sure. see what they're doing and take an interest in the work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me a charisma check, actually, with this... They're thoroughly impressed that you know your shit about stone. Usually <laughs> when humans are watching us work, you know, they give some sort of remarks that betray their ignorance. But you, you've got a little bit of dwarf blood in you, I bet. Well, I, I grew up, uh, my, my father was a stonemason. I didn't become a cleric until he died, and I didn't really have any uh, other means but to go to the church. You sure you're not half dwarf? I think You're I might a be a bit tall, tall for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. They seem pretty happy with you uh, mm. on the whole. I think you're a good person and they like you. Uh, yeah, in I, fact... Malachi might be, bad, might be mad about this, but I ask if they know anyone who's... Uh, we're looking to get some more help around the house, particularly with the idea of, like, keeping trespassers off since we're traveling a lot. And I ask if oh, they know anyone yeah. who might be in that kind of work. I got a cousin. Lives in oh, Tharnum. Yeah. He uh, runs a little mercenary guild over there. I'll send him a letter, see if he can bring sure. some folk um, this way. Yeah, and then he can uh, just send him a letter, uh, get him in contact with me, and we'll we'll iron out some details. Excellent. What's that for? Hiring. Not like a, yeah, don't worry about it. Don't it's worry okay. About it. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah. 20 days pass. 20 days Dwarves. pass. You get your shit done and you get ready to sail. Yep. Uh, did any of the scrolls dissolve to dust? Nope. They all passed. Flying Ooh. colors. Great. Great? Yeah. I guess I'll go spend a little bit of gold to get like scroll cases for each of them separately. This is kind of the, the issue of doing separate pieces of paper is we have to protect them all. Mm -hmm. You know, before we go to Outlast, maybe we should visit Darth. What do you say? Where's he? He's all the way over in Misty Rapids, though. That's quite a ways out. He's in Copper Hill, but we could teleport over there. We spent quite a bit of time in that tavern where Joris was living. Uh, yeah, but if you get it wrong, we might die. And, you know, if somebody's standing where you want to teleport to, they might explode. Could happen. No? All right, fine. I, I think it's okay. We can we can worry about it. Um, maybe, maybe before... Well, I guess we want to kind of get started as soon as we go to Outlast. Do, do you want to... 
actually, yeah, let's do it. We don't really have time to do anything in Outlast today, so I think we can go visit in uh, Copper Hill, and then we can do the Outlast stuff starting next time we play. Yeah. So you're gonna so think... teleport to Copper Hill. So I think if if Van leaves behind some of his gear, I can reduce him and teleport us over there, which is the play that. Wait, why do you need to reduce my gear? Can't you do so like 500 you... pounds of stuff? Okay. Van's not that big. Yeah, I'm like 200 pounds, and then maybe like an extra 70 to 100 pounds of gear. Yeah. Uh, let me see. 250 pounds plus 150 per level. Oh, above for a level 10. above 10. That's only 250 pounds, so I probably could yeah, do If you reduce me, that's fine. Yeah, if I yeah. reduce you, it's fine, yeah. Okay. Yeah, just reduce me and then dispel magic as soon as we get there. Great, and give me a 1d100, Nick. I assume you're saying it's like the second floor of the place so that yeah. we don't go into the into the ground. Yes. It'll be fine. No one's ever fucked up a teleport spell and died because of it. 19. We're good. Oh, totally good. Yeah. You're on target. So you appear in the, like, attic of the tavern. Um, no one is aware that you guys are here at all. Uh, do you think we should, like, jump off the roof and then go back in the front door, or should we just climb down? <laughs> we'll just go down. Let's wait Let's wait for your reduce okay. spells to wear off, sure. otherwise it, might, it may shock them. Uh, did you not bring Dispel Magic? I told you to, Malachi. <laughs> no, I risk dispelling your magical gear. No, you can target. God damn it, Malachi! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we wait we waited out. It takes right. it probably takes, like, it takes a little while, yeah. <laughs> you guys are like up in the attic playing cards for a little while or something. But but I, it's like really hard for me to play cards. I have to like look at one card at a time and move it. <laughs> Alright. Eventually you guys hop out a window and walk in through the front door. Yeah. Um, and there is Sheriff Darth. He's standing on a table, a long sword in hand, wearing his chainmail with a buckler in his other hand. And he's like making this motion, like swinging towards the ceiling and uh, regaling the people here about this time that he fought uh, a werewolf and how he had to hold it off tooth and nail while the puny wizard and the, the frightful cleric made their escape and Darth single-handedly fended off the werewolves. I think I, we I, have, I'm not even going to challenge that. He was a badass with the whole werewolf. <laughs> I, I applaud his story as uh, as he finishes telling it. Yeah, he looks around and like does a double take, sees you guys, throws his sword to the table, hops off, and runs over to give you guys a big hug. Ah, oh, yep. duff. Malachi, Van Helsing, my god, it's been so long. I've I've changed a lot. You two look more or less the same. How's I'm it going? So, so, oh, guys, guys, these, this is the cleric and the wizard I rescued. Guys, <laughs> say hello to the people. Oh, remember, he's got one eye, so he's got, like, a badass eye patch as well. Yes, he How does. did he lose his eye? Uh, the wealth that he so oh. bravely fought off. Yeah. <laughs> Spice tells the story every night for the last two years. Darth, I'm, I'm so pleased to see you alive in this town, not overrun by demons. Yeah, it's. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't make it up here. You know, it's not the demons, and this is going to sound crazy. It's the kobolds. What do you mean? Fucking millions of them, man. <laughs> They're overrunning the entire countryside. Can you not get but Joris to blow them up? You hit them with a fireball and you kill 30 and there's like 600 more. We've been Damn. able to keep them at bay, but the outlying villages are constantly under raiding. Is there a specific uh, borough that they all live in? Metallic kills entirely. They just swarm the place. 
And the woods, holy shit, the Bramblewood, overrun. Thistle Forest, overrun. My wow. God. Just, with, just with kobolds. Kobolds, I know. You wouldn't expect kobolds to be a problem, but... I mean, they're not that bad. You know, they, they come in, they steal people's shit. There aren't really a lot of deaths. They're just a nuisance. God, are they annoying. Well, they just, well never used to be this many of them, right? Never. Hundreds, huh? Thousands. Martha must smile on them. Tens of thousands, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. What brings you to Copper Hill? Uh, well, Malachi said he sent you a message and got a response. Yeah, that was some weird shit, man. Yeah. I sent you one about a month ago, too. It, uh, I'm glad to see you're both doing okay. I wasn't sure if you were alive at the time. Uh, you know, there was a weird thought that came to mind, and I thought I was, you were talking to me, but I was yeah, really it's a little bit drunk. more vague. <laughs> I was, like, wasted, and I kind of just thought I was hallucinating, so right. I didn't respond. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame you. Yeah, uh, happened easily enough. Well, Dolph, we're here mainly just to check that you're all right, but uh, I meant what I said in my message. There's a place for you and Drakus if, you, if you'd if you come with us. We I can't abandon great... my people. They need me. Yeah, it sounds like you have your responsibilities here. Mm-hmm. He pats his badge over his lapel. Apart from slaying kobolds, is there anything that we can do for you while we're here? The only oh, things we'd need you to do would be big tasks, you know? No, there's no... All the small stuff we can handle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what, are the big, what are the big tasks? I think we're a little bit uh, busy for the bigger stuff, Malachi. We have yeah. we have our own uh, issue to take care of. Doth, does Stromheim remain standing? Physically, does... the walls are there. With the cities overrun? No, the city's almost empty. You know, oh, wow. The surrounding farmlands have been destroyed, and there's just not enough food to keep the city going. He gets like really dark and says, "Yeah, there were some famines and starvations and some immigrations." And Stromheim's a shadow of its former self. Mm -hmm. People there have gotten obsessive and dark. The queen herself. She lives. It's not a good place. She lives. It's not a good place. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go. They're, they're also their own. We no longer over our control. We've cut ties with them. So I see. So you're not part of Eridon anymore. No, Aerodon doesn't even exist. We we are Copper Hill, the city state. Um, oh. Mm-hmm. Are you are you at all worried about Drekus? The the war has already started, right? Yeah, the war's been going on for a while. No, 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 no. We we've seen the raiders from Mystria and Drekus come round these parts. Uh, but he makes a, a point, and you can see that there are walls being built around Copper Hill. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but between Joris and I. We've managed to uh, keep them out, keep them away. They, they're mostly looking for scraps and scavengers, and they're not looking for people who are going to put up a fight. So we're okay. It's really... Well, it's really Count Vicious. Oh, he's, yeah? <laughs> he's raised some banners and spears and been conquering Meadstead in that area. We don't know if he's going to turn this way or not, so... We can handle it, though. Joris is a solid caster. He'll, he's fine. He'll, he'll take care of us. Count Vicious, huh? Count Vicious, yeah. Do you remember when, um... When we were at Ambledorf? Mm -hmm. When you... When we stole the... The game. Oh, yeah. Well, to be honest, we never... I don't think Vicious even knows about that. I don't know, but, uh... 
That was Count Vicious we were stealing from that you were so upset about. He shows his true colours now. <sighs> it's glad to see you have everything so well in hand. You, you've taken up quite a bit of responsibility, Darth. Thank you. I, I feel like I am a new man now. I've got a purpose. Mm -hmm. I've got a goal, and I've got some skills under my belt. I'm no longer the... You make sure that you guys are alone. I'm no longer the shitty fighter that almost was overrun by werewolves. Sorry about busting you guys like that, but you know, you gotta keep... Oh no, it's fine. That's okay. As, look, you, yeah, you snuck yeah. into that place invisible and stole the book for us. As far as I'm concerned, you get to have a, get to have a heroic story. Indeed. You're, you're good people. You're good people. Doff, I have a, a new spell I've been developing that allows me to um, create circles that can be used to teleport things from one place to another. Would you mind if I set one up here? You gotta run that by Joris. He's in charge of all the arcane shit. I, I just hack and slash. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, um, I don't want to run it past Joris. I'm, uh, I actually want to go talk to mm. Joris, so I think it might be a good time, Malachi. No, I don't mind talking to him. I don't want to tell him about the speller. Ah. Uh, well, all right. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll see you later tonight. I think we can stick around for, for a day before we head out. We're going to yeah. be heading to Outlast. Are you kidding? Soon. It must have taken you weeks to get here. Rest of all. Oh, no, we just teleported up into the attic a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> then why don't you visit more often? What the hell, guys? It's been we years. Will Come well, on we've by. been... I, I kind of like give a quick recounting of what happened with the plane of shadow and how we're now trying to like save a bunch of souls that have been abandoned. Yeah, and don't uh, give too much away about the plane of shadow. Yeah, I just I give a little I bit like the rough. We were banished to another plane and had to fight our way back here. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, I think I interrupt Van as he's telling this and have him temper his language slightly. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like it's it's been a little bit busy. We have a there was a lot going on. We still have more to deal with. Yeah, those demons, you guys. You, you you get past him okay? <laughs> Mostly. We lost were... a uh, Georg the wizard died to a Gorgon. We lost Do a I friend. know Georg? I don't think I, I met the, Georg. Uh, the wizard of Misty Rapids. The Lord of Misty Rapids. The Wraith of Misty Rapids? You know, the man I... that drained the souls of half a countryside? I That's heard I heard all those stories, but I to be honest, I met him in person. He didn't seem such a bad a person. He did. He helped me defeat the dragon, but yeah. unfortunately, he saved he, me from the plane of shadow. He died in defense of Misty yeah. Rapids. He stood in defense of his own city. As far as I'm concerned, everything huh. I saw, the man told him told me he was not the uh, not the monster people painted him as. I heard he was a vampire. Sucked people's life out. Fought other vampires too. A vampire who was a vampire hunter of his own right. Hmm. He killed a vampire. Mm-hmm. Wow. He wasn't all uh, fairies and sunshine, though. But he had a dark side. I saw glimpses of it myself. Mm. Well, well, either way, he's he's gone now. Indeed. Oh, that's good. I mean, I'm so sorry for your loss. Uh, uh, anyways, nice. we're going to go talk to George. He might, maybe we'll see you for uh, for dinner tonight if we uh, if we stick around long enough. Sure, sure. Uh, he you points to a, a nice house in the middle of town. That's my place. Come on by whenever you need. All I'm right. talking about houses, Doff. Is there do, you, do you live with Joris? Sorry. Sorry, Malachi. No, 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 no. Uh, he maintains his hut outside of town and a, a residence in town, but hmm. he spends most of his time out in his hut. I see. So where where would we go to get to that? Uh, just cross the bridge, head west, go for a couple yeah. miles, take a right. You'll 
It'll be the place with weird lights flickering on inside of it, and maybe some strange noises and some weird smells. Sounds like it. a pretty typical wizard hut. Yeah. Uh, I know you said that there was refugees from Stromheim. Is yeah. Copper Hill full at the moment? Do you have any spare houses we could stay in? Oh, I've got a spare room you can stay in. Works for me. Sure. Great. Well, I'll see you later. And he All right. goes back to work. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna head out to to see Joris. And on the way, I say, you know, Malika, you could probably set up that circle of yours somewhere in Darf's house. He seems to have a pretty large estate. Yeah. <laughs> Although you should be careful uh, setting up these uh, these teleportation circles. If anyone else figures out the magic behind it, then suddenly our network is compromised. I agree, which is why I want to keep it away from Joris. Right, but I'd also say maybe not in Copper Hill, which might fall to to a completely foreign party in the near future. That's a good point. Fact, I should probably go back to the one in Shirebrook and make sure it's secured. Mm. Well, fair enough. Yep. I uh, either way, let's go. Let's go talk to Joris. I want to speak to him about Darf. Okay. okay. So yeah, we head over to Joris. Mm -hmm. All right, you make your way through the woods, following the trail and pulling off on the right. And sure enough, you see a cozy little hut, but there's no lights or smells or sounds, just a thin trickle of smoke leading from the chimney. Uh, you recognize it as Joris's house from way back when. Yeah, we've been here a few times. Mm -hmm. This is the place. Yeah, we, uh, we head up and knock on the door. All right. Yeah, but found that resurrection scroll. Uh, you hear a voice calling from the other side. Who goes there? Uh, it's Van Helsing and Malachi. There's like, oh, at the window at the side of the door has a curtain that gets pushed past and Joris's head kind of looks through it and then opens the door somewhat. Says, uh-huh. <laughs> All right, then. Who did I... Whose death do I regret the most? Uh, the one of your friend that you tried to resurrect? I don't remember his name. Darth's father. Darth's father. He opens the door all the way. Come on in, guys. Come on in. And gives you a, a hug. Yep. It's good it's, to see you again. It's been a been a long time. Been a couple of years? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm glad to see your house still stands and Copper Hill thrives. I do all right. We do all right here. Enjoy. Uh, your wife well? He just shakes his head and and leads you guys inside. Cuts oh. a loaf of bread into pieces and holds it over the fire with a big toaster stick. Uh, so, what brings you all the way to Eridon? Or well, I should say, all the way back to Eridon. We get around pretty quickly these days. Hmm. I've been keeping tabs on you guys somewhat. You yeah, have, I, I, I presume you got my, uh, my message a while back. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Been thinking about it. Mm. Concerned about it. Concerned about what? Copper Hill and the uh, the force to the north. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I can do for you while we're here, I can uh, send you send you images enough to get you familiarized with the place. You could do you do you know how to teleport? I have my methods. Well, if you do, I, I understand it helps to be familiar with the location. I could I could send you enough images to get you a, a safe teleport into Bontheris. That's okay. 
I'll, I can make my way there as needed. I, let's just say I, I'm not a big fan of trusting spellcasters these days. No offense. Understandable. Uh, no, I don't blame you. Spellcasters have been causing all of us uh, plenty of headache. How yeah. worried are How worried are you about vicious? Moderately worried. You know, it's not his. His armies are small. They're mm -hmm. not very big. They're just you know a few scores of troops, a couple hundred soldiers at best. Mm -hmm. I think we could hold them off. What worries me is the, the reports that his the I watched a battle once from from a distance. I scryed in on it. Mm -hmm. In the early morning, Count Vicious's army on one side of a, a field, uh, Meadstead's army on the other side, and morning comes, Vicious's troops start headed towards the other ones, and they just they just broke and ran. They didn't even form up. There, it's like there was no organization to it. They just shattered before it, it, combat even started. That's what's got me worried. Perhaps some wizard spell? Fear or something similar? As I said, I'm not trusting wizards a lot these days, so that's probably it. Or something, I don't know. Some foul witchcraft is at play. Mm. If things seem to be uh, at a loss, please do me a favor and make sure you get Darf out of, uh, out of Copper Hill. Saving that man's life for decades now. I'll, I'll take care of him. All right. Thank you very much. Yeah, if, yeah. It, if, it, if it comes to it, Joris, you should uh, find some way to contact us and we'll help you defend the city. That's mighty nice of you. It's the yeah. least we should do. What, so what brings you here? Is this just a social visit? He says, handing yeah, you some Darf, toast and buttering we, it. We sent Darf a message and he, he said to come visit. We we have a short bit of time before we uh, we go off on bit of a task of our own. And so what, is, what are you doing? What fills your days? We're going to be recruiting a few fighters. We have a, uh, a rather dangerous battle coming up of our own. Mm. I thought yes. Drekus was winning the war. No, we're not, it's not in, not in Drekus. We're not, we're not fighting wars. Where are you going? The demons from the demon invasion. We plan to capture one of them. Hmm. Are you headed to Heatstroke to do so? We're not entirely sure on that front yet. We, what is, uh, go it, what is going on at Heatstroke? Ooh, hard to see. Uh, first, you can scry on him. Not anymore. So I, I don't got details, but it seems all the demons in the region have con congregated in Heatstroke. Heat yeah, and there's some, some weird lights going on. Dark purples uh, and blues all over the city. Malachi, how much should we, uh... I feel like we might as well just bring it up here. I don't think it's going to hurt. Uh, hmm. A while back, I was dragged into the Plane of Shadow by, uh, by Malchus. Uh, I journeyed to the, to the Shadow Plane's take on Heatstroke, and there was a, a strange portal inside that led to the, this realm of demons, of demon kind. If I had to guess why they were congregating in Heatstroke, it has to do something with that portal. We Maybe think there may be a planning to bring more in? A proper army? I don't know. Mm, there may be a portal in Heatstroke to the Demon Plane. That's not a good thing. No. No. In fact, uh, I don't really know what anyone could do to stop them right now, but the fact that we're sitting on it not doing anything could be an issue that comes back to haunt us. 
later down the line. We are doing uh, something. It's been a year. If they haven't built it by now, it can't be too bad, right? I'd say that's very wishful thinking. Something going on, yours. I'm I'm very concerned about it, but I don't know what we can do from here. What concerns me, though, is why would Count Vicious wage war to the west when to his east is a plethora of demons gathering their strength? Surely he'd seek to maintain his own domination of the county and deal with them, not leave himself vulnerable. He could be fleeing to the west, securing some power as he moves, or he could have made an alliance. The demons were intelligent. An alliance. Uh, Van Helsing, you can see there's something playing itself out on Joris's face. Like, he knows more than he is letting on here. Mm-hmm. He's definitely, like, biting his tongue and struggling internally with something. Is there something you want to share? We've been pretty forthcoming with you. I think you can do the same for us. There may have been a small theft of his personal possessions that is a a single possible origin of his raiding the countryside. You steal something from Vicious? (laughs) Do I look like I'm stupid enough to steal something from Count Vicious? Never did me any harm. Well... They might have done the countryside harm now. Why? So who stole what? What happened? Who's got enough balls and not enough brains and enough confidence to feel like they could steal from Count Vicious? What could you steal from Vicious that would prompt him to do this? Why don't you ask Darth? Oh my god. What does Darth have? I don't know. I'm not even sure he's done it. But I... He asked for a potion of invisibility, and he disappeared to the northeast for a while. Then he came back, (laughs) and a few weeks later, Vicious started his campaign. I'll talk to Darth. Maybe a month later. Yeah. He is proficient at stealing things while invisible. So he he did help us quite a bit with some werewolves. Yeah, Yeah, I figured as much. I mean, you you guys initially used him to help steal from Count Vicious, right? And then also well, used, used no, him to help No, he wasn't steal involved books. in that, actually. Yeah. No? He was around he, for it. He had nothing to do with it. He, oh, he okay. was with us at the time, but he had nothing to do with it. Well, he seems to have picked up something from you. I'll, I'll talk to him, see what it is. I think he'll, he'll probably open up with us. All right. Well, it's uh, been good seeing you guys. I should get back to my studies. It's been good seeing you, Joris. I'll... I'll send you a message every now and again that you can reply to in case uh, you need help with anything. And, and yeah, if Vicious is turning his eyes towards Copper Hill, then find some way to contact us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you two plan to swap spells or whatever weird shit you wizards do, but I'll go talk to Darth, <laughs> see if I can learn something about what he did. He looks no, Malachi think... up and down and goes, no, I think we're we're both beyond that point. I not. Uh, it's been good seeing you, Joris. Mm-hmm. You too. Shake his hand. Shakes yours carefully. And (laughs) he gives Van a hug. Mm -hmm. And you guys go your separate ways. Yeah, I guess you can head back to the town. 
Yeah, well, yeah. we're staying with Doff that night, so. Yeah. Yeah, and then we'll head off to uh, to Outlast next session, I guess. Yeah. Or can we even go to Outlast yet? Because we don't have a portal. You can get there by mundane means. Well, you no, can... I'm saying, like, we wanted to get the, the people hired. When Got no had... way to get to the shadow plane. Yeah, way. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. So we have to we have to go to Heatstroke or something first mm -hmm. and find some way to... Uh... Well, the way to the shadow plane is probably near the shadow dragon, but I don't think that we should go there. Yeah, no, last time you tried that, it did not work out too well. Because I think my understanding of what happened is that the shadow dragon helped Malchus open yeah. a gateway to the shadow plane. Mm-hmm. And then... In exchange, Malchus teleported the villagers to the dragon's lair. Um, so clearly, the shadow dragon has ways through to cross the boundary, but I doubt it's going to help us. In fact, so I, don't, I, I, I more than doubt it. I, I know it's definitely. I mean, you you told us about your encounter with the shadow dragon. I don't think it's particularly inclined toward helping you. It knows me by name, mm. so yes. Oh yeah, you did tell it your name, didn't you? I think it read my mind. When I scribed upon it. <sighs> but, uh, yeah. Dangerous down there. Mm. I'm not sure how else we would get to the Shadow Plane. The portal. We have to find the portal. No, you think the demons have taken it? Yeah, we might have to go to Heatstroke. I'd really rather not. Uh, yeah. Let's speak to Doff first. All right. Yeah. We'll and round out the session with a conversation with Darth. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. Oh. No, no, it's fine. I, I was going to say, are we going to call it here, or do you want to do Darf? Uh, yeah, let's, let's just Darf. chat with Darf real quick. It'll be like okay. a five-minute conversation. You find Darf in his house that evening. Mm -hmm. um, he is looking over a ledger of accounts and mm -hmm. scratching his head and working out figures when you guys come into the house. Don't you have but, accountants for that kind of thing? I do, but you got to double-check their work, sneaky bastards. <laughs> we had a gnome accountant here to begin with. He wrote in rhyme. All of the ledgers written in oh, rhyme. God. My God. Uh, the only thing that can make a ledger worse. Ugh. Uh, we, we went out and talked to Joris. He seems to be doing okay. He had a, uh, an interesting story to tell about you. Which you, one uh, did he tell? The one where you asked for a potion of invisibility and uh, snuck off to the Northeast for a while. <laughs> uh, well, my adventuring days are... Not quite behind me, but mostly. Mm. That was a good time. Well, what did you do, Arthur? Oh, you know, little this, little that, running around, seeing new sights for myself, new things, making friends. Yeah. yeah. Darth, yeah, we're. Let, let's just cut to the point. We've all stolen from Vicious in this room at this point. We're kind of curious what exactly you did to piss him off so much. Frankly, I'm kind of impressed. Me too. <laughs> I'm not that stupid, guys. No, no, I just popped my head into the town and poked around. It was a weird place. I fucked oh. right off. Yeah. You didn't take anything? No. <sighs> Doth, you know I can read your mind, right? What am I thinking right now? You're thinking that um, you did steal from Vicious. No, I'm thinking about snowballs. <laughs> I knew you couldn't. I'm up to your tricks, Malachi. Have you ever seen snow before? No. 
but I'm thinking about it. I've heard of it. White and cold, right? Yes, yes it is. Good mm -hmm. job. Just like Malachi's heart. <laughs> no? No? All right. Tough crowd, Look, tough crowd. Uh, it's, uh, it's in your interest to tell us, Dolph. We can, we can help you with... I don't plan to interfere with anything that you're doing here. I am curious, though. Must have been something to steal if he mob mobilized his army for it. All right. Well, I might have helped a group of friends break into Fortune and let them kind of do some stuff. I I'm just the... I just helped get them through the gate. They are the ones who might have done something. I don't... I didn't ask questions. I got them through the gate and I took off. They didn't As say said, what they were after? They were cagey about it. Something about a magic item held in a basement somewhere of exceptional power, blah, blah, blah. You know, the same spiel every adventurer gives. The, um, the kind of thing that would send vicious rampaging across the countryside trying to get it back. I certainly didn't expect that. I mean, when you guys did it, it was fine, right? Well, I guess, but yeah. I don't think he knew that he was going to get those items at that point. That's the thing, yeah. We saw them before he got his hands on them. He also, we didn't exactly steal some powerful item of, of unparalleled power. Oh. Do you know where those friends of yours are? No. Haven't seen them since. And, uh... uh wouldn't quite call them friends. They were... They were were-rats. Why did you help were rats? Dark, they, what are you doing? Look, all the things I, to say. look, man, I needed there. I needed some help getting to be the sheriff of the town. We made a deal. They helped me secure this position. I helped them get into fortune. Seemed like a good trade. What the hell, Darth? That's the oddest deal to make. You had some were rats help you become a sheriff. Yeah. How? How? Does it really matter, Malachi? Well. It's just an odd story, that's all. Did they all. kill your competitor? No, 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 they didn't kill my competitor. Uh, but they did, you know, break into his place and get some information about him, dug around in his past, uncovered some unsavory details that then later slipped out into the public, and they were all true. I'm definitely more qualified for the job. He was a fucking asshole, all right? And we just proved he was an asshole to the people, and I got the job. What did this wear? Can you describe them to me? Facial-wise, like their human forms? Uh, yeah. Kind of mousy looking, you know. <laughs> long noses. Okay, so I'm going to describe that were rat that we saw a long time ago, the one that we fought, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if any of them, like, ring a bell in his head. Uh, what were rat did you fight where and when? I don't remember the that. One the one that was, like, uh, in the town where Jimmy... Oh, oh that were rat. Was. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you do, you describe it to him, and he's scratching his head, and he's not really sure. You, if you rapport it with him, uh, mm. he'll he'll tell you that no, I'll, no, I'll it's just, not. His yeah, I'll, I'll pass on it. So yeah, yeah, probably it was a bit of a long shot. Yeah, definitely not the same one. Were rats stealing a powerful magical item? What do you think they're after, Malachi? I mean, who knew that were rats even had like enough cognitive ability to? They're humans. Formulate a plan like that. Of course, they have cognitive ability. I thought they were slaves to their base instincts. No, 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 no. Uh, at least, especially not the true. So there's there's the cursed uh, lycanthropes, and then the true lycanthropes. And true lycanthropes uh, can change whenever they want, and they're they're mm -hmm. perfectly cognitively functioning. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Must be them then. 
Well, this doesn't really shed any lights on what's going on over there. Uh, yeah, I don't know, that... man. I'm just, I'm trying to just keep my head out of it. Mm. The whole I'm worried about the you know you you look at the bear to try and see what's going on, and then the bear sees you and attacks you. That's my philosophy here. If I just ignore it, it'll ignore me. Mm. For now. I hope you're right, but yeah. uh. Hopefully, if those were-rats returned to town, I would drive them out immediately. Well, yeah, they, they just came on to, came by for a visit up the river, you know? When? A couple months ago, something like that. Oh, so before the stealing. Yeah, 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 they showed up. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So I would not let them back anywhere near you. They uh, probably are on Vicious's shit list. Yeah, yeah. I almost killed them when I first found out they were were-rats. But they seemed like good folk and not not as bad as the werewolves. I it's fine. I thought. I've uh. They tend to not be particularly compatible with humanity. Yeah. Speaking from prior experience. Mm. You're probably right. Well, I haven't seen them around since, so uh, it should be fine. Should be fine. Should be fine. Well, it's fine. Darth, I feel like you've set in turn a series of events that may end up bringing vicious to your doorstep, but uh. Let's hope that you're right, and if you keep your head low, he leaves you alone. I hope so, and if not, uh, I'll call you somehow. I'll wait for your message, and then you'll come bail me out? I'm just yes. kidding. We'll be fine. Uh, no, I will, though. I will, if, I, if that happens. Yeah. All right, Darth. Well, uh, we're going to head back, but uh, keep safe, you know? You too. Stay safe, guys. And I think we can end our session here for the day. Yep, with Van and Malachi kind of like meeting alone and talking about how Darth is completely in over his head. Shall I roll a d100s just to make sure we can teleport back safely? Go for it. I'm going to the mansion though, so I always see him very, very familiar with it. Woo! I gotta look at the book. No, low is good. Uh, Isn't it only high that's bad? I'm very familiar, so a four is fine. I think a four is probably fine. I just yeah. There's so few opportunities to lock someone in stone and kill them. <laughs> you are yeah. very familiar, so you're fine. Damn, Ooh, that's a nice one. If you had just been seen casually, you'd be in trouble. I would be in well, trouble. I mean, the mansion is multiple floors, so I assume. Yeah. Okay. All right, all you're right. all good. Good times, guys. Okay, so this has been another sequel to Hardcore Heroes. I don't really know how to frame what we do here. Yeah, because we're not like going hard, like fully back into Hardcore Heroes, but it is yeah. a continuation of the story. Yeah. So I guess it still is Hardcore Heroes. I think it's, it's Hardcore, still is hardcore Heroes. Sampler? I don't know. It's something. I'm just going to call it Hardcore Heroes. That's I fine. Think it's just a discussion thread out. Oh, yeah. I think it's just Hardcore Heroes 44, right? I guess it's Hardcore Heroes 44. Cool. How many fro-fros did we have in the end? Uh, if we don't count flashbacks, I think it was like 44. Yeah. But the flashbacks added quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it did. Oh, God. How do I use the new Reddit? Oh, you go to old.reddit.com and you <laughs> never look at the I new Reddit like again. I would like to do that, but then I can't use the dark theme oh, and the light and the white screen just like burned oh, my eyes. Oh, when did God. it change? A few months back. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, new Reddit. That's fine. It's terrible. All right. That's it, guys. Uh, I guess they're putting up a discussion thread. If you want to pop in there and discuss, that'd be great. If not, we will just see you later. Our next game is Wednesday's Gnome Tomes and Catacombs, although Tuesday is Starfinder and 
Uh, check out Akuba Knights if you guys are interested, because that is going to maybe be the the major party that has the next massive influence in Eridon and Arcadia as a whole. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gnome Tomes and Catacombs also is popping around here. In fact, they're in this area. They're actually on their way to Fortune right now. They are, yeah. Uh, oh. To go steal something from Count Vicious uh, separately. <laughs> <laughs> Although they're like a month or so behind you guys. So that'll be fun. Um, so if you like to see the fallout of all of this stuff, check out the other Arcadia storylines. Any any final words, you two? Uh, no, see you next time. Thanks for watching. Yep, see you in a few weeks, I guess. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.